We need to talk. The acclaimed Showtime original docuseries Couples Therapy returns with an addictive and revealing new season. Dr. Orna is back in session, helping four new couples grapple with real issues from religion and sex to polyamorous power dynamics. Collider says couples therapy is like nothing else on TV. It's break up or break through on the new season of Couples Therapy. Now streaming with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Visit ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey Fidelity, how can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about six to seven eligible bachelors who are just absolutely glowing from their newfound love. They've never looked like this before. I think we can all agree. We we truly can. That's right, babies. It is Gabby and Rachel's hometown week, and almost all of the men's families are ready to remark on just how much they're smiling because of Gabby or Rachel with like you know, one or two, I'd say rather notable exceptions. Yeah, just like one or two flies in the ointment there. So joining us to get through as many hometown dates as The Bachelorette editors could squeeze into two hours is comedian and co-host of the Sounds Like a Cult podcast, Issa Medina. Issa, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, you guys. I'm I'm excited that this is the week I get to jump on. There's a lot to talk about. I know this there is-, is a lot it, it there. I was weeping watching this and also cringing. And I love to just experience those two major like bachelor emotion groups. Yeah. The two uh, main also, ones, honestly, the two main ones. Yeah. Exactly. And isn't that life? I, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, there's a metaphor yeah. in there, right? <laughs> So let's dive in because I like could not control myself. I have 13 pages of notes. There are just too many like little conversations to document. So let's yeah. try to get through as much as we can, which was also as the Bachelorette editor's philosophy this week. So I know, those people are doing God's work. <laughs> they're doing the best <laughs> they can. They just like could not squeeze Avon in, but they really tried. Yeah. So these ladies are at the beginning of this episode packing up their millennial pink away suitcases to leave this cruise ship. It's Guys, time to go. I just have to interject really quick to say that I'm currently in Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. And I kid you not, 
within two hours of landing on a 6 a.m. flight into Barcelona, had not even checked into my hotel room, my partner and I literally happened upon the literal bachelorette ship. What? I mean, like it is the exact. It, it it's is docked it is there right the now. Exact. It is docked in Barcelona right now. I had not been to Barcelona. Wasn't really aware of the layout or how near my hotel would be to the port, even though we're not on the sea. And like, let me tell you, that thing is just Wait. the biggest. The biggest I mean, ship in the port. What does that what you mean? Po- does it just live you- there? Or does it travel the world? Is that how they get It places? travels, but it will stay, you know, for a time in certain ports in between. It is like trips or yeah, until October uh, currently in Barcelona. And I, it is literally the ship. They I have to on, say, and I was dying. You posted the picture on Instagram and like, of course you saw it right away. It is literally like hovering over Barcelona <laughs> like an alien aircraft. I was like, it's so big. It's, it's like, like, how could you not see it from any part of the city? It's so large. And now Adam just keeps pointing it out. Like we went to Park Guay and he was like, ah, there's the ship again. I'm like, it's the biggest landmark in Barcelona currently. It's like you cannot you get away it. from it. You can't get away from the <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this thing fucking followed me. Like, the <laughs> pandemic won't even stop the Bachelor like franchise. Like, <laughs> nothing can stop this show. Uh, but it's time for the ladies to escape the ship. They have to fly all the way back to the United States to be able to not see it in the distance anymore. <laughs> and it's time to get really down to brass tacks with their men. Like, it's not just going to be some romantic fantasy anymore. Uh, Rachel is going to meet Tino, Zach, Aben, and Tyler's families. And Gabby is going to meet Jason, Eric, and Johnny's families. I can't believe we're at Hometowns. I was like, these guys? They're the last ones? What happened to everyone else? Yeah. I'm so confused. I mean, <laughs> Logan is presumably still roaming the halls of the ship in quarantine. I think oh it's just God. very hard hard to adjust psychologically to the pacing of this show. We're used to literally only seeing four guys by the end and we're seeing seven. And so it's just like with the format, you're so accustomed to seeing half this number of guys. And there are also just so many things we don't know about these remaining seven. And also even in the regular show, they already cut out so many conversations. Like I feel like everyone knows that in The Bachelor and Bachelorette, like you don't see the real conversations. You only see like the kind of BS conversations. So then that double time, like with two women is like so much is getting cut out that like we don't know what's happening. We've missed out on so much. And I even started to get the sense that there actually hadn't been as much time as usual because all of these men I realized are at hometowns and basically like no one has said I love you to the lead. And a lot of them are still at the point of being like, I like her. I think I might be falling for her. And I was like, you're introducing her to your families. Aren't you supposed to be competing to say I love you first? Like, I feel like everything just feels like too fast this season. But we're doing it. It's time. They don't have access to the ship anymore. So they've got to get started. Gabby begins in New Orleans with Jason. I think she looks Had great no on idea. the stage. Had no idea. She looks amazing, and I had no idea Jason was from New Orleans. Me neither. I remember this, actually, because he lives in California now, but I remember Jesse Palmer being like, he's also from New Orleans, actually, so he's like a Southern gentleman, too. 
I really was, liked that he's from New Orleans. I don't know why. I feel like that's such a cute place to like have a date. Like all of them live in like random towns and like uh, it's a yeah, lucky place I to agree. like connect. Yeah. Gabby arrives. It's a destination. She, she does look incredible, as you said, Claire, with her high pony, simple black and white little <laughs> mini dress. So chic. And she too seems thrilled that one of her guys lives in a place she'd actually like to visit because she lands and she's like, the vibes are 10 out of 10. Yeah. She is. Yeah. This is a very Gabby place too. She's like, I have to go to Florida and New Jersey next. Like this is going to yeah. be the top sightseeing <laughs> destination. The thing so with Gabby is like, she's so giggly. I just feel like she's like always happy to be there too. You know what I mean? It's just like, she yeah. like, is just like, let's do it. And I'm like, I have to like compare her level of giggles with each man. You know what I mean? <laughs> she is like, yeah, she's the poster child for just like, we're here. Let's have a good attitude about it. Yeah. And I'm not that way. You can always tell if I like someone because I don't act actively miserable to be around them. <laughs> and she's different for sure. You're just like, is she more giggly than she was on the last date? So she also understands that it's time to start doing run and jump hugs She's clearly very <laughs> conscious of that. She, like, laughs the whole time that she's executing each one. They do a pretty good one here. And now it's time to go to Bourbon Street for day I drinking. Mean, you gotta. This yep. is like a bachelorette party. Like, this is the perfect, the perfect trip. They yeah. stop in front of I... a live band in the street. They they dance. Is that what we call what what Jason is doing? I don't know. Sometimes I like watch even people like at their literal weddings dancing together. And I'm like, did you not take classes? You know what I mean? We did not take classes. I will say when I got married, we didn't take classes. It's I was like, like I'm going to say, Claire, stress I don't need. You had more natural rhythm than Jason. I was at your wedding. <clears throat> you don't need to worry. Yeah. Well, here's here's what I will say. It's hard to watch. Jason doesn't know how to dance from what I can tell in that basic way where he just like doesn't have rhythm. I find it endearing. It was so charming. <laughs> I find it endearing, but also I I suffered because I wanted to protect him. I wanted to like throw a sheet over him and be like, Jason, don't do that on national TV. Everyone can see. Yeah. He's like holding her hands up in the air, like class with his hands and just like trying to jump up and down. Part of me and wonders he's if like, like Harry in in when Harry met Sally, where he's like you know the white man's overbite dance, like yeah, he's like doing a version of of that. Part of me wonders if that's like genuinely how he dances, or it's like there's also that level of like discomfort with the camera that like Jason has had the whole season that like he just yes. doesn't feel comfortable. Which I actually think is like such a green flag about him. Yeah, that like he is so clearly there for her and like pushing through the discomfort of the show. Yeah, I feel like there are a lot of things that Jason doesn't feel. He doesn't feel uncomfortable. He doesn't feel comfortable on camera. He doesn't feel the beat. He's not responding <laughs> to it appropriately. Gabby is really trying to like wrangle him into rhythm, but she finally just gives up and is like, let's make out. And he's like, sure. I agree. Like, Thank God. To me, this is like good vibes. It's It's like nice if a guy is good at dancing, but at the same time, I'm like, I bet you get a lot of girls being good at dancing. There's something very like wholesome and genuine oh, yeah. feeling about not being able to dance. You're I just will like, say to what me, are you like, do? a dance rhythm is like, it's like they're, are, do they have rhythm in bed? You know, like we're all thinking it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that is, and that so, is the one, the one yellow flag <laughs> yeah. of the lack of rhythm. But in terms of like, I just 
my dream is just like a hot man who like is so uncomfortable that they don't know they're hot. And I think Jason yes, isn't this, giving that This all. is what we're all looking for. Hot vibes, which is like so important for a woman to just like snatch on up. Exactly. Yeah. It's not just men. We all want a partner who doesn't know how hot they are. Like that's what no we're all looking for in this crazy world. <laughs> it's a secret. I really tried to move through the world that way when I was single and it like doesn't work so much when you're like not hot I'm just like oh wow I don't know I'm hot and guys were like yeah it's so weird everyone's like yeah we, we felt the same yeah I'm like wearing really baggy clothes and I'm like it's a secret that I have a really hot bod and it's like nobody thinks that yeah no <laughs> nobody thinks that when you're not that hot you actually have to act like you think you are hot it's yeah. like yeah it's, it's a real it's a real it's mind, a mind especially box. Ja- but Jason, in Los Angeles Jason has <laughs> that see oh see this is why I could not live in LA it just seems yeah the the, la- the level of confidence but Jason, fit me but Jason, Jason is tall and hot and he acts like he doesn't know it and he also seems super into Gabby he's feeling really excited to have her there while still being very reserved and so he shares with her, like, I'm so happy to be here. It's weird because in the beginning of the process, I almost left. And then I was like, I want to stay for you. And Gabby seems like a little thrown by this. Like, I don't think she knew that he was having such a hard time. He's said it to her before, but maybe it didn't quite sink in. This is definitely not the first time that he's given her that information. He sort of like says it all the time. Yeah. He's like, I was going to leave, but then I did. I wonder if she's <laughs> just thrown that he keeps bringing it up. <laughs> Oh, maybe because it's like mention it once. It's cute. Mention it three times. It's like, all right, my guy, then just go home. (laughs) I get it. You almost dumped me. Okay. Um, So she is excited to meet his family because he's so sweet and sensitive. And she's like, his family must be so sweet and sensitive to have made Jason. And they literally are. Truly. Yeah. The families all make a lot of sense. They do. Oh, my God. We're not talking about Tino yet, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Jason, we're not there yet. (laughs) Guys, I just love a a sweet Louisiana Jewish family. Like it's just sweet. It really does it for me. He shares that his parents are separated. She'll be meeting his dad first. So his dad, Michael, just sort of joins them in the park where they're hanging out. He is bringing flowers and a box of beignet to them, which is like oh. a role reversal on a hometown state. And I just loved it. It's so sweet. This is like it's so the cute. opposite of that aggro dad energy yes. who's trying to be a dick to the lead. And I just, I loved this brand of masculinity yeah. so much. His literal greeting is, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. He's like already crying because he's so excited to see Jason and Gabby. It's so cute. You can also just tell by like the energy that like Jason and his dad have is like they have a good relationship. And like, I feel like that's so important, especially for like a child of divorce. It's like, you know, like it's just green flag after green flag for me. <laughs> Yeah, every part of this date made me feel so good about Jason. So I think we have a clip of Gabby talking to Michael about Jason's character. Jason's character is shown through right away. He has stood out in such a special way. I know he feels so much. Wow. Yeah. You know, some people need to wear their their logo and their brand on the outside. Jason wears it on the inside. (laughs) He's a good kid. Good man. I don't think that this show is a place for people who wear their logo and their brand on the inside. And that is why, Jason, (laughs) this is a very brand forward show. (laughs) 
Yeah. You should wear it on your forehead, but I also thought it was funny. He said like logo instead of like heart. I, I don't know. Like, you know, like the saying the heart on your sleeve kind of thing. It yeah. was like logo on your chest. I don't know. <laughs> We're all just brands now. And Jason's dad does know that. And he's like, the important thing is that your brand should be hidden, but you should yeah, I mean, still have it. Uh, this is the man who stayed private on Instagram until like three weeks ago. Obsessed. Yeah. <sighs> the the control. Um, so Jason talks to his dad alone for a little bit. And his dad's like, so it seems like it's been a good experience. And Jason is like, well, it's been a crazy experience, but Gabby makes it worth it. We have this like energetic connection. And his dad is like, I totally agree. I felt it just from seeing you from a distance. I was like, she could be my daughter-in-law and you're just projecting happiness and ease. He is like sold just from seeing He's them in. across the park. And that's they're, like they're into energy. Really good to hear from like a man who like is separated from his wife because like I feel like it's so easy for married parents to be like I believe in love, I believe in marriage, like I'm all in and for like his parents to be separated and still be all in is like so refreshing. Yeah, it, you don't yeah. you don't get a sense of like bitterness or cynicism from the state. Well, we actually get no. more of that from some still married some married families. couples. But yeah, they still they both seem both his parents seem so warm and open and enthusiastic about love. And after they all talk, Jason's dad says, "If it's the real deal, I want to be the best man at your wedding." And I'm like, "Buddy, parents already have a pretty special role in a wedding. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you need <laughs> I don't think you need to volunteer for best man, but I love the enthusiasm. Exactly. It's the energy that counts. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. It's just Is a it... very sweet interaction overall. So sweet. That night, Gabby, uh, this time she has the flowers and she is headed off to meet Jason's mom, Karen, his sister, Kelsey, and his sister's boyfriend, Brendan. Even in these moments, like when he's doing the thing where they stand at the door and he's like, here's who you'll be meeting. He just seems so uncomfortable like he's reciting lines he's just like is not cut out for this at all it's incredible he's made it this far yeah jason is truly there like by the skin of his own like emotional teeth yeah right like he is he has the face of a front runner and the like the personality of a crew member yeah exactly (laughs) yeah i feel like it 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 says a lot about like gabby's emotional intelligence i feel like about being able to like pick these extremely emotionally available men i don't know from what i I can see who like might not be like communicating as much but she knows that like they can get there it just feels like she can like read the men that she's with really well I agree. I, I, and I think she responds to a soft energy, too. So she she's responding she to people who typically fade into the background on these shows. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I also think that 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 quality shows through in the way that she addresses all three of the families that she meets. Like you really get a sense that she is responding to them as individuals, reading what they might need from her and responding really appropriately and like that is that is hard to do after every single one of her hometown dates i was like oh my god she fits in perfectly with this <laughs> family like she should be part of this family it's so funny like stacking <laughs> them up against each other because like the first one i'm like okay go off and then the Done. second one you're I like was sold. okay still going off <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like how do you choose she's in a tough position so she heads on in with with Jason. His mom is like this very intense looking brunette wearing black, like all black. Beautiful. She's just like 
striking. She's beautiful. She immediately starts sobbing when Jason enters, like, kind of theatrically. She's Both like, of his parents just weepers. I love it. Yeah. And it's interesting how his mom and his sister contrast with Jason. I think it speaks a lot to why Jason is drawn to Gabby. But Karen is immediately, like, emoting a lot, like, and very intense. And she's like, I just hope he's met the love of his life. I hope this is her. And they all sit down together and he tells them that he, again, almost left. And then he makes it almost sound in this conversation like he stayed because he got the one-on-one in Paris. A little bit, yeah. And I was I was like, that's kind of interesting. I feel like that could have been spun in a more villainous way if they had chosen to with the right, like, producer manipulation. So true. Um, but he he shares how they've been doing. They're like, where have you been? Like, what what what's been going on? And Gabby's like, he was in, he's been in a simulation. That yeah. made me laugh so much that she <laughs> just is so aware of how out of his element he is because he can hardly answer. He's like, I, I don't even, I'm not even processing yeah. what's happening in this moment. So like, I don't know how to describe to you. And Gabby's kind of like, I got you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, they're like she's, almost like fin- she's like finishing his sentences for him in a way. And and I also think it's like nice that she's like realistic about seeing it from his perspective. Like, oh, it is a simulation. Like Paris, as much as like Paris could have could have and was this like romantic moment that like helped them connect. I also think going abroad with like a significant other or a partner can also be like really hard. So I think it like was a growing moment for their relationship because it was like romantic and also because like being in a place you might not feel comfortable also makes you grow t- together with people or could make you grow yeah. apart. And I think yeah. one of those dates where you just hang out in a city is such a chemistry test. Like you have uh, to have fun for the whole day. It's right. It's like either going to work or it's not. Yeah. Exactly. And I think she she picked well for that one. She sits down with Jason's sister, Kelsey, who's like, what dirt do you want on Jason? They both start laughing hysterically. And she's like, I really don't actually have any. He's just the best guy. He's the best guy in the world. She and Gabby are like so they're, similar in their they're like energy. They're just best friends. They're immediate they're best, best friends. best friends immediately. I was like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Jason, Jason is in this family with like soft men and like really emotive, loud, big presence women. And so that is comfortable to him. Yeah. yeah. I think Gabby is so much like his mom and sister. Like the feelings are really deep and and soft, but like they are the the, the forward, like gregarious, loud ones. And the yeah, the men are more reserved and that and quiet. And yeah. so it's like, of course, it's a natural fit for him. And so it's funny because Gabby keeps asking, we're so different. Like how would that work? And Kelsey and Karen are like, but what do you mean, though? Like, they're different confused. how? Yeah. Because they're like, they see how how Gabby is the compliment to him and the way that he, they fit together as a family complementarily. Yeah. And I also think, like, it shows how, like, comfortable he is with, like, his emotions that he can have, like, a sister and a mom and, like, feel his emotions and be quiet, ra- like, be sincere and quiet rather than feel threatened by being like the only right. like man in the family. So like it's like it just shows a good really good side of his character the way he like holds himself around these women. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. Um and so he also talks to she also talks to Karen and uh Karen is just like so so impressed with Gabby as well. And she's like I don't know, I'm just 
I'm so outgoing and Jason's so reserved. Like, would that be a good fit? And his mom was like, uh, that seems like a really good balance to me. So like, I don't understand. Like, and I agree. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am on board with Karen. Like you often can't have two people who have the impulse to be like the loudest one in the room all the time. Like there, there is something nice about being with a partner that yes, you have like common values, but you're, you can bring out different pieces of each other with your personalities. You're not, you're not kind of competing for the same space all the time. Yeah. And having different personalities doesn't necessarily mean you don't like the same things. Like they like the same thing. Right. They just like hold themselves differently in public, which is like. They respond to situations differently. And that can be a really, really wonderful thing in a partnership. But Karen is just like, you're cute. That's cute. I want yeah. them, I want you to get married. She also is like, when I saw you together, I felt so good about this. I felt something really good. Yeah, she's ready. She's ready to be a mother-in-law. And Jason also sits down with his mom. And they both seem like really kind of giddy and happy that Gabby's there. And he talks a little bit about how he feels about a possible engagement at the end. I think we have a clip. But, like, I'm I'm trying to stay true to myself and, like, taking it one day at a time and not, like, rushing. And I can never see myself getting engaged. It's just not realistic to me. As much as you, like, you know, have feelings for somebody or whatever, like, that's just not something I can see myself doing at this point. Like, maybe it'll change in, you know, the next two weeks, but... I need space to process. Mm. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. This is one of those like devastating moments where you see the way that the process of the show sort of self-selects for people that that can process things and particularly romantic feelings and sort of have like an overconfidence almost. Like it is very hard to be someone who needs more time and space to process their feelings and also be able to get where you need to get to to reach the end of this show. And you just sort of see like, oh, no, this yeah. is this is going to cause a problem that in the real world. Right wouldn't come up. I feel like in the real world, they would have a beautiful relationship and it would develop slowly and naturally over the course of like two years. And then like, yeah, and I also think it kind of self-selects for people who like might be lying to themselves or might be forcing themselves in a position that right. they might not necessarily be comfortable for. And like everything he was saying, like it hurt me because I like love them together and it, it scares me because I don't know like where, how that's going to affect their relationship on the show. Same. But in terms of like, green flags I was like I really like that he can be like so honest with himself and he cares so much about the relationship that he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to put it in this like pressure cooker just because you know like it's it seems like he really wants to save it and something that I feel like is really important is that yes he's expressing that he's not ready for an engagement but that is also something that for example, Johnny expresses. And I think the context completely changed it for me. Like this was someone saying, I know myself. I know that I don't quite feel like myself and I don't feel like I can 
trust what is real and what's not because we are in a highly constructed situation. I really care about this relationship, but I have to draw this boundary to protect my own like peace of mind and and sanity. Yeah. And that is not him saying, I just don't know if I'm actually into Gabby. I think, or even that I'm not in a place in my life where I could get engaged. Could could get engaged. It's truly like you're saying, like, this is one of the hazards of being on this show. If you're not comfortable being on camera, like, I think that some people who go on the show at least feel like they are themselves throughout the show, even though they know they're in a crazy situation. And he is so conscious of how different he feels and how disconnected he feels. And he's like, it's good that he's paying attention to that. A lot of people maybe should pay more attention to it, but you can't really fall in love when you're not feeling like yourself yeah, in, it also in any makes way me, that you can feel sure right. about. Yeah, it also makes me question, like, the thing about the show is that, like, obviously once the show is done, you don't have the cameras around. But because you found each other on the show, you're inherently always going to be, like, in the public eye. So even though yes. I think he would feel a lot more comfortable with Gabby and falling in love with her and whatever, my question is, is, like, would he still – would he ever feel comfortable being in the public eye? And like, or would that add pressure to their relationship in a way that like he might not be able to handle, you know? I just want to say- I think that that's very valid If this doesn't work out because of this and then he goes on paradise, I am going to be pissed. But right now I'm really feeling for Jason. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Don't disappoint us, Jason. Yeah, Uh, Um, but his mom is really- suddenly serious at hearing this she is like I think oh this she's is reading. she's like this is gonna be a roadblock yeah and she starts to get really emotional and you can it almost feels like she's saying jason this might be an opportunity this might be somewhere where it's actually worth leaping without looking yeah almost. she's like how would you feel without her and he's like i would be upset I would be sad. And she's like, well, just remember that feeling. She starts crying. She's like, I don't want you to lose something because of all the distractions around you. And I I can see how hard that is for her to watch, but it, it also just might not really be possible for him. I'm not feeling super yeah. optimistic. She's also like, have you talked about this with Gabby? And he says no. And spoiler, no he does not about any. He is Gabby not know any going Gabby. to. <laughs> Gabby's not going to find out this week. Uh, so, Which I but Ab is like kind of smart. I mean, I'm scared for like what that might mean later on, but I think like because they're still in the competitive phase of the show where it's like not fully double sided yet, then like it's kind I'm of, just worried yeah. for Gabby, who seems like she's heading toward like uh, the fantasy suites episode where like two thirds of her men are like, I don't wish to propose to you. And yeah, uh, and she doesn't know. But it's like if she knew how much could it change? Because she would she would only right. have one guy yeah. who would. Um, so she, after this date, she is like really head over heels. She's on cloud nine. She's like, I'm falling in love with him. And Jason puts her in the car and waves goodbye. Doesn't tell her about his reservations. We'll get to that later, I'm sure. And that is the end of Jason's hometown. This this brings us to our second date. Oh, my God. I feel like Woo! there's still so Let's much left go, to do. Baby. Let's head to Anaheim. Anaheim, so California. Rachel can hang out with Zach and his famous uncle. Yeah. yeah. So Zach and Putty. Like two seconds. <laughs> Rachel is meeting Zach's family. She uh, 
does a very athletic run and jump. Truly, like everyone this week was like, game face, it's time to do the run and jump. It's time. We know. Um, No, like joking around, like, are we doing it anymore? It's real. So Zach is luminous. He's like, I'm falling in love. I'm ready for this step in our relationship. And I have this big, amazing romantic date planned for her. So he has some cute bikes waiting for them with baskets which is what they did on their last date. He's out of ideas, but it's, listen, He was like, cute. bikes and planes. <laughs> These are two areas. The two things we, we have in common. If it ain't, if it ain't broke, you know? Yeah, it's, it's truly good. He keeps iterating though, because it used to just be planes and then they went on the bikes and now it's like also bikes. And so p- other people have to keep introducing new things into their relationship so that he'll have new Modes commonalities. Modes of transportation <laughs> specifically. <laughs> Yeah, they're so like, he, we found one connection. Let's keep it going. <laughs> listen, they are building. They have two now. So he guides them to an alley behind some sort of like sad warehouse looking building. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? He's like, we're going to be doing a little light trespassing. And she's like, Zach, what? But she just like enthusiastically starts climbing the ladder up the side of this sad building. She really like looks like she's in an action movie to me. Like she's climbing so confidently and boldly. And I'm like, Rachel is is down. She's ready for this. They get to the top and there's planes. a little bench set up for them to watch planes taking off and landing from the rooftop. This is actually, I'm sorry. This is a good idea. I got to give snaps to Zach for this. It was a good idea. It was a good idea. It tugged on Rachel's heartstrings. She was so excited. And I think just appreciative that someone planned something that is based in something real that she actually said. Yeah. And she's just like, effort. Yes. Thank God. I know. Uh, it's happening. I feel, I feel like bad because I feel like, like Rachel's men are like a little less emotional than Gabby's men, like a little less like in touch. Well, they're also younger. Yeah. They are younger. That could be it. Rachel's yeah. younger. Rachel's younger by six years. Oh, so. damn. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Know, she's, she's 25. 25 and Gabby's 31. Okay. Yeah. And the average age of the men is just a little younger. Like Zach's 25. Yeah. Um, you can tell. I think Avon is the oldest. He's 28. Maybe Tino also. They might both be 28. But yeah. Okay, yeah. But it was I, a really cute date. I mean, I think like he he really like thought of her when planning it because he could have gone for something sweet. way more extravagant. And it was like just about them connecting with each other over something that they both find important. And I think that like they are her men are not the typical bachelorette contestants in every way, but in in the way that we were talking about how Gabby's contestants are different, Rachel's are much more classic bachelorette contestants. It's like they feel strongly, but in a very sort of openly emotive way that is expressed yeah. in like the traditional, like, I'm just like falling for you and I'm so excited you're here. I can't wait yeah. to show you my hometown. Like it's it's expressing itself in these sort of overconfident romantic tropes that we're familiar with from the show. And Zach is like the epitome of that. Literally. So he's like, my parents are going to have a lot of questions, but I'm going to tell them like that I'm falling in love with you. I'm still falling in love with you. He loves saying that. And she beams, she kisses him. She's like, I'm just hoping my relationship with Zach can take off to new heights. And just keeps ascending. 
Yeah. The, the girl knows how to deliver one of those lines. She's like, I'm going to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's my question with like her and like with Rachel and Zach or with Rachel in general. I feel like she she's so, I don't know, what is it called? Like press ready. Like sometimes I don't know if she's trying to convince herself or trying to convince us in her interviews. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like Rachel is very yes, conscious of what's expected of her and maybe doesn't have quite the mindset of Gabby, who's a little older and knows herself really well of like where you can be like, no, that's not how I am. I'm going to be this other way. I think Rachel's trying so hard to be a good bachelorette. And I mean, I still find her really human and so human. I do too. Likeable. Um, but she's always happy to do like with the straight face to do those lines and give us what I we came though, here for. I mean, we'll get to Tyler's date, but I and Tino's, but I think that we do see her kind of break from that. And she yeah. is willing yeah. to do that in the moments where she feels strongly. And so I do really appreciate that. She holds her, her. her, yeah, she holds, like she holds her ground. Like she's not just going to be like a puppet for producers at all. Exactly. No, I think she's trying to, to follow the form, but she, you know, to, to behave in this, the way, but she certainly is not like going against what she actually feels to do that. Um, and so waiting for them in a home with an American flag by the door, our Zach's parents, (laughs) sister and Patrick Warburton. He is apparently Zach's mom's brother. So his his dear uncle Pat, as we learn, Zach's dad, as they come in, is worrying that Rachel won't fit in. He's like, we can be overwhelming. And <laughs> Uncle Pat deadpans, well, when she sees you, she'll be terrified. But oh, she'll <laughs> warm up. I just I wanted more of him. We get a bit of more from Patrick Warburton in the credits, and I was just like, "Chef's kiss, man." Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, I, they try to get I, some good camera shots of him, but he's not here to do the real serious interrogation. So I no. hoped that he would do like a joke interrogation, but he didn't. So we'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he probably did one, and they were just like, "Listen, this episode is packed to the gills." <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like we, there's no ta- we got to trim the fat. save it for the blooper Sorry, reel Pat. so um zach tells them oh zach though is like he is just as funny as he is in his shows and movies <laughs> and i'm like i'm sure he is zach rachel will be meeting also his dad chapman and his mom megan and his aunt annette and his sister i could not locate a name for his sister sorry but she Zach's does sister. exist she does exist i think he has yeah. two i'm not sure which one was there but Chapman grabs Rachel for a chat first, and he's like, I can tell my son is very enamored, but I am worried about him. He has a very deep emotional side. You go to the most romantic places on earth, you'll fall in love with a monkey. And Rachel says, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, Rachel, don't, don't, don't just accept that. Like, push back. You would not fall in love with a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> no matter where you went. <laughs> you yeah. sent some people home in the most romantic places in the world. I also that think he could have picked like another, like a monkey. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the uncanny valley. It's like too close to being a human to suggest that we fall in love with them. Um, yeah. So he asked what attracts her to Zach initially. And she says that they started off by watching the family videos and talking about their families. And he got so emotional and that really solidified how great he was. And Chapman is like, 
he wants marriage and a family. And she's like, so do I. And they're like all, all on the same page. Nailed Great. it. Zach's mom tells him that she knew by looking at his face that he was falling in love. And Zach says he has told Rachel that. And his mom is thrilled. She's like, I see the love in your face. She says, I've never seen him like that. He is 25. Um, but hmm. very You guys happy. aren't going to like what I have to say about this, this one. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't like how close they live to Los Angeles. And I don't like how close... <laughs> I don't like how close they are to the entertainment industry. I, you don't trust them. I look, honestly, I don't trust look, them. And it was always, and it was almost like too perfect. Like, and I don't know if this is like the bisexual in me coming out, but like when things are like too perfect with a man, I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't trust know. It. I think, I think if they're not completely perfect, you're fucked. Cause any flaw that shows up, is going to turn into something really dark in a couple years. That's my my personal form of misandry. But oh. <laughs> but yeah, you're like they need to be perfect up front because I know it's only going to go downhill. Wrong. Yeah, they'll, they're well enough. Yeah. They're a man, so and, and I agree with that. I agree with wrong. that in real life. But I think <laughs> I agree with that in real life. But I think with the show, it was like the. T- I mean, I'll let you get to it. But like the timing in which he says everything is like. It's a, it feels like a little scripted to me, you know. Zach, I think that is Zach sort is of very quality. on beat. Yeah, he's very on beat. That is a quality that's a, that like I think Tino has this to yeah. an extent too. Um, I also think from the promos we've seen that like there is a chance that Zach is going to freak out very soon. So yeah, I. I <sighs> I've I've really I, had a conflicted relationship with Zach. I do think that they have chemistry. I do think he really likes Rachel. But the plane story was the first thing where I was like, this feels too perfect to be really happening and a little convenient. And like that, that, but I do think that is part of just how top four contestants usually are on the show. Like they do have to say yeah. things at the right times. And like, yeah, Zach is just really epitomizing that. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think he's he has some like diabolical plan. I think he is like a seems like a pretty sweet, sincere guy. It's just, uh, yeah. I think also it's just like being younger. You're like, uh, uh, is reality going to dawn on you at a certain point? And then you are more optimistic will. when you're younger. Like you like only yeah. see like what could happen. That's good. And like, I just I guess I'm just seeing like you know the success like. I always have, when I watch this show, I always have the like long-term success rate of these couples in like the back of my head. And like, I want them to like succeed in life so badly that I, I think it's so important to have the like approach that like a lot of Gabby's guys are having, which is like a little bit more skepticism up front can create for like more realistic expectations later on. Whereas like his his beats are so perfect that I'm like, okay, when you guys get to real life, like if the wind blows t- a tiny bit too hard, like your whole relationship could call like come falling down, you know? <sighs> and I do that think that's maybe what his dad is kind of pressing at. Um, and I, though his delivery was a little odd, I do appreciate again, mm-hmm. in contrast to Tino's family that he uses like a bit of a light touch in kind of, expressing his skepticism about about the process and kind of just puts it out there like hey I just want you guys to re- 
think about the fact that you're in this bubble. But yeah. ultimately, his parents are like, we're going to trust what our son says he feels. We're going to be kind That's to Rachel. so yeah. important. So important. At one point, Zach does talk to his dad and he's like, I'm worried that Rachel might not feel the same. And Chapman says, you know, your heart might be broken, but it might be filled with awesome Rachel love forever <laughs> and ever. And I'm very proud that. of you. I was like, honestly, like this might be too perfect, but it is like the only way that you can look at going into this scenario. Yeah. Like you really yeah. truly have to be like, there is a very solid chance that I'll get my heart broken. And I just have to like embrace that possibility because I am hopeful about the possibility of it working out and us being really happy. And you can't just like go in with this like really closed, terrified, like defensive mindset that we do see later. Yeah, I mean, it's so. a lesson for like life in general. Like you can like literally exactly. have that on a first date. Like you can be heartbroken after seeing like dating someone for two months if it was like so deeply emotional. So it's like I feel like his dad is just giving him like general life advice and being like, hey, apply right, this. That's just yeah. dating. Yeah. That's, it's that called is dating. literally the risk of dating. Yeah. yeah. Um, so but they end, they end this sweet date by sitting down for an outdoor movie with the fam of them on I thought this that was kind of weird. <laughs> in, including yeah, because there's a lot of in a hot tub. There's a lot of making out in Rachel, it. Rachel. <laughs> truly looks like she would like to crawl out of her skin and just like slither away down the street. Zach looks like he's having a great time. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, it was a bridge too far for me. Me too. It was like, I don't know. It was like curated nostalgia for me, which is like with the plane moments, I'd already had enough of that. So I was like, uh, I'm not, I'm not obsessed with this little it's, movie. It's, it's coming full circle. It's the symmetry. Um, Chapman actually at this point is like, Zach is going to marry this woman. I can't imagine her going another direction than with my son. They just fit. And I was like, oh, it's giving a little Hollywood. too much optimism, but I love your openness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and so Zach is on top of the world by the end. He's like, I've received the blessing from my family. Rachel's the one. He tells Rachel they all loved her and it was what he needed. I'm in love with you, Rachel. So. Literally, Shit. he says that. He says, I'm in love with you, Rachel. So he but doesn't like, know how to end these statements. That's why that's he's like, I said the thing. So, so. yeah, like, I feel like it was like, I don't know, like, to me, it felt like a bullet point that he was like, OK, like on to the next level. I said it. Let's go, you know. And I think that, like, even if he really means it, which he might, I don't think that you can um, ignore the reality that. They are all getting a lot of pressure from producers to say these things at certain times. So even if you're like, I really feel like I'm maybe in love with her at this point, it's not just like spontaneously coming out of you before the date and throughout no. the date. Your producers are like, if you love her, you got to tell her tonight. Can you? You got to tell. You got to find a special gonna moment. Know you're gonna go home, right? Yeah. So like it, yeah. it. He clearly just whether it's genuine or a little forced. I think that, that at least to a degree, it's genuine. He doesn't know how to like hide that seam of like, I'm saying the thing that producers told me I really had to say. He doesn't know how to make it sound totally he spontaneous. He really didn't, which which <laughs> could maybe be a green flag because he's like a I was bad liar. Say, maybe that, maybe yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he comes awesome home, liar. if he comes home from the gym one night and he's like, you know, 
I just really wanted to stay late to work out. So that's what I was doing. I was working out <laughs> at the gym. You're like, oh, I, I know what's going on here. That's so funny. Yeah. You're like, oh, uh, he's having an affair. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so she beams. She kisses him. She says uh, to, you know, to the camera, Zach continues to say every single thing I've wanted to hear. I can't believe he feels that way. It means everything to me. She, she says she's falling in love with Zach, but she doesn't tell him that. I feel like throughout the date, she sort of talked about Zach as if he was the perfect option that she's not going to go with. Like she is saying yes. things like his his mom or dad is like, what what makes Zach special? You've got all these other guys here. And she's like, says, you know, oh, well, he's just a very emotional guy that loves his family. And I'm like, that's not really answering their question, which is the like, questions are never why are you going to pick him? <laughs> Yeah, like sometimes I do feel like they can give a more specific answer that hints like that they feel yeah. a unique bond. And when they default to being it sort was of like giving real runner up energy. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. for me. Unless he himself leaves earlier, which also seems possible. Yeah. To me, it really was from her giving runner up energy and from him I'm sorry I'm sorry it was giving like I want to be the bachelor energy because like I don't know if he can tell that he might be runner up vibes but like he's still going to push through it because then if he's not selected then he's going to be like the heartbroken one that you know? fully is a necessary character on this show and whether it is something that contestants are at any point on any level consciously doing or not you truly just need people with that mindset on the show and that's that's what they're casting for. So I mean, and he's good looking. So like, he, yeah, and he has a famous funny uncle. uncle. He's yeah. an Anaheim Patrick boy. Is going to host his season. Yeah, and on on that note, I think we got to take a quick break, and we will be back to power through our next two hometowns. First up, Johnny's. Can you keep up? I like love it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This year has gone by so quickly. I can't believe it's already almost summer. And I actually have kind of accomplished a lot of my goals for this year so far. We now have like a pretty good routine for our family, which was like kind of ruining our life at the beginning of the year, having an extra kid in the mix, an extra school run. And I look back and I'm like, wow, we really like, pulled together, figured out a way to make our household work as a team. And I just want to keep that energy going through the year, just like functioning at top capacity. When life goes so fast, it's important to take a moment and really celebrate your wins. And make adjustments for the rest of the year. Therapy can really help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, 
make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't have to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that just don't really help you speak a new language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and rooted in real-life situations. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent, which personally I think is actually one of the sneaky, hardest parts of learning a new language. I used Babbel to brush up on some basic French before I went to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful to help me just get around the city and order food and purchase things without looking totally ignorant. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back and we are in Palm Beach, Florida. Gabby is running over a bridge in a low-cut camel tank top and khakis. Not a great outfit for running, but she's doing her best. And she's, like, <laughs> laughing about how awkward it is. Also, Johnny is also wearing a camel top. <laughs> They're, like, accidentally <laughs> matching in their earth tone neutrals. They do a run and jump. Gabby's relationship with Johnny, I think, is the least emotional, obviously. But it is truly the one that allows her to play her favorite character, which is her comic bimbo persona i think we have a little clip of her talking about her date with johnny and i'm about to meet my man johnny welcome to florida this is the most i've worked out wow. <laughs> johnny's super hot he knows it i know it you know it <laughs> she's so funny i, know. I love this so much She's just such a little weirdo. And they they really bond over that energy. And it's so refreshing. We just rarely see this kind of dynamic when you get down to the final three or four. It's just, like, we don't get it. They're having and fun. And I love it. I really, yeah, they're having so much fun. I really feel like she is just like cosplaying a little bit. She's like, like not that it's not her, but she's like, now I'm going to go to my date where I'm like the the girlfriend to like the 
the Florida like Playboy hot like, dirt bag. Hot dirt bag. <laughs> Um, she's leaning into it. I love it so, because it, she like treats it like a bit, like it's kind of like a joke. And I feel like that's kind of like the way that I fall for people. I'm like, oh, I kind of have a crush on this guy and it's like a joke. And then like, those so are dumb. the ones. It's so <laughs> dumb. So like, dumb. It's just, LOL, just, my man. Yeah. yeah. And then those are the dangerous ones because then like you're like role playing as a joke. And then all of a sudden you're like in love and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> and we all know from our favorite rom-com trope, the fake relationship, that pretending to be in love is like one step away from uh, being in love. Exactly. <laughs> so true. So they make out. She's like, I'm, you know, had a slow start with Johnny, but he makes me feel so special. And I'm ready to find out more about where he's at in his life. And I'm like, let me tell you, he's 25. He lives in Palm Beach and he loves to fuck. So I have some theories about where he's <laughs> yeah. at in his life. Uh, I think we, you know, can guess where this man might be at in his life. He also does so, not look 25. Like, I'm scared for, like, when he actually turns 30 because I'm like, this man is I think aging. He's gonna, I think he's going to be. I think it's just, like, that he has, like, the beard and, like, the look. I think when he's in his 30s, you're just going to be like, I can't believe this guy was ever in his early 20s. But then you would look yeah. at a picture of him and be like, oh, he's just always looked like this. That's my Yeah, theory. I think he's just going to kind of look the same. He's he going to finally like be the right the age for his face. You're right. And he, he has that, like, intense confidence. So much confidence. His youth, like, that is what's drawing Gabby towards him. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's weird and confident and is vulnerable enough with her, but also just has that, like, he also I'm has a good hairline. Like loves mm-hmm. to fuck. I mean, he is and only he twenty five. Yeah. So yeah. that. So they had. They I mean, had like right a Florida over. hurricane that could go away overnight. <laughs> you you <laughs> just, just never know. So, like, we have some like mixed up date structures this year. They had right over to see his family as the day date. I'm like, is production just getting? more accommodating to the actual needs and schedule. Or maybe they were just yes. like, we literally can't handle seven day dates followed by seven nights. That are the exact the same structure. Honestly, I appreciated it. I also yeah. think it's yes. so, I Give love it because up. it's like, then they have the date to decompress about having met the family. Yes. Right. It always is so weird how the day date will, the, the meet the family will be like traumatic. And then they have to quickly have like a five minute sit down on a bench and be like, anyway, I'm in love with love you now. <laughs> I guess I'll see you in a week. Like, it's so weird. So this is his first time apparently bringing a girlfriend home to like really meet a his lot. family. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. meeting his parents, Elizabeth and John, his best friend, Perry, and his brother, Robert. And Robert's girlfriend, Jillian. Of course, he has a brother. Very, like, boy family vibes to me. Guys, this was just, like, the (laughs) most extreme Florida vibes of any family I've ever seen. And... Just incredible stuff. The the boys are just like little copies of each other. Like I thought it was two brothers because they all have just like completely the same vibe, like chains, hair gel, one like plain colored tee that just like fits the shoulders really well. Like they're just like the same sexy Florida playboy three in a row. And it's just, you know, his mom, uh, is very long blonde hair. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, she looks very, very youthful. So I stand by Johnny is probably going to age well. But uh, 
he admits to his family that he rapped night one, which I completely forgotten. So did I. I had blocked it out. Helped and me I get on. At least I was glad that his family Re- ruthlessly was like mocked ready him. To, to, yeah, mercilessly mock him. I was like, that is the only appropriate, <laughs> like, reaction to your white son yeah. saying that he rapped on national television. Yeah, don't let them get away with that. So Gabby defends him. She's like, it sounded good. I was almost going to call it a poem, but that might be worse. <laughs> She's I mean, like, he did have some rhythm. Okay. <laughs> it was I mean, there. She was just with Jason. So she she, she knows yeah. who's got it speaking, and who doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, this show is so, all about relative. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think Gabby does feel at ease quickly. Like he gets his like goofiness, I think clearly from his family there is a very like fun loving outgoing energy in the room and she's they're very welcoming she sits with his dad first and he comments on their chemistry and she's like well I always knew I could be myself around him but after he really opened up with me that's when I was able to see a future and John is like I'm so glad you brought the future that's so interesting where do you see yourself with Johnny in the future and she's like we'd have to talk about that <laughs> yeah, she says nothing else. She's like, just so glad to have your support, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, conversations still need to be had. I was just going to say, I think one little green flag in this was also that like his best friend was there with his girlfriend. And I, I think it's nice when a guy's best friend has a serious significant other because it's like then you're in that space where you also kind of maybe want a serious significant other. It just yeah. creates a space for like, oh, like, oh, we're all getting into relationships. I guess it's yeah, that is true. You want him to feel the peer pressure dude. to get yeah. into a relationship. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so John is That's like, all I well, want to get engaged. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's also like whenever you have a friend who gets in a relationship and you're like, can you set me up? She'll be like, all his friends are married. That's just how it works. Yeah. Um, John is like, well, I think you're great. Like I, he basically is like, I hope that Johnny marries Gabby. Every family wants Gabby (laughs) to join up immediately. They're all trying to recruit Gabby. Yeah. Dude, I actually could see her like remaining friends with all these families too because like totally. she's so nice and friendly. Like she I'm Jason's sister. I was they're, just gonna say definitely still in touch. Yeah, I wonder no if they follow what. each other on Instagram. I'm gonna like check. Oh, uh, we gotta check that. They might have it locked down right now because oh, yeah. true yeah, because of what's coming. But we'll see. Elizabeth sits with Gabby and she, Gabby's like, "Is he ready for a long term relationship?" And Elizabeth says, well, he doesn't give his heart to anybody. So if he says this is it, that will be a different Johnny. And you'll be very fortunate because he's loyal. And she also says that he loves to be in love. And I'm like, well, that confuses me. I'm like, yeah, "Mm." she's like, he never loves anyone, but he loves to be in love. How do you know? He's never done it. Apparently. Uh, I feel like she's just out here trying to be a supportive mom. Yeah. She's like. She like she know. like doesn't know what to say, so she's like throwing everything at the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't really know if he is ready, but if he says he's ready, I trust my son. Like that was the vibe yeah. that I was getting. It's like she's saying, like he's every green flag. He loves to be in love. That it's something he wants, but also he never does it, so he's very picky and like you know, it's just uh, I don't know if she really knows whether this is adding up. Yeah. yeah. Also, like moms, like. <laughs> 
do see the best side of their son. I feel like because like even if a son is not a me. boy, or <laughs> your son, I'm just kidding. Um, got a lot of friends. Had a state even care. if like Go their on. son is a fuck boy, like you you see like the loving side of your son. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I know he's loyal, and it's like. Yeah, to you. But, yeah, to you. Yeah. <laughs> you're his mom. I'm like, I you're hope he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, but do you know how much your son loves to fuck? Because he yeah. did tell all of America. Yeah. Uh, he's which, gotten it out of his system. Who knows? <laughs> more power to... He's only 25. I think he's got a lot, I mean, a long ways to yeah. go. I love that for Johnny, to be clear. Yeah. Slut shaming here. Yeah. Uh, he's like just, living his best life. So... He respects the women he's with, you know? exactly he sits down with his mom and is like isn't she amazing isn't she perfect i can see myself falling for this girl few very future tense there yeah (laughs) he's like at some point there are two weeks left in this thing right he's in her final three like you gotta be you gotta be on the road at this point See, this is where being willing to hit those marks for the camera really helps the show make sense. Yeah, I wrote that down too. Like I could see myself falling for this girl. It, it, ooh, I don't know, you know? Yeah. You're, that, You're like, buddy, that's something, you should have started by now. Yeah, yeah. that's that's like something you say right before like, you get sent home. Yeah, like yeah. falling for is already still future tense. Like yeah. I am falling for you. Still, yeah. you still haven't fell exactly. for someone. Yeah. So to see yourself falling for someone is like you're a couple weeks behind. Yeah. You're like that exactly. You're, you're more than many that. Steps away. I think that if you are a a front runner and top three guys, I think by definition are front runners. You should be seeing yourself falling in love with her by like week three at the latest, because then you got to start falling. Like, you yeah. don't have that much time. <laughs> uh, so you got to see it right away. And then you got to progress building, from there. You know? The fall is a long exactly. way to go. <laughs> the fall is long. It's very active. Night one fall. is like going up the elevator. Night two is like you get pushed off the building. And you yeah. Be and then the it just should time. all be falling. <laughs> and yeah, so. You get like a few hours in the lobby to assess the situation. And then you got to commit to being thrown off or not. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So he admits that his reservation is he's not sure if he's fully there and like ready to get married. And he does admit he has not told that to Gabby. And his mom says, just make sure whatever you do, it should come from your heart. It's a big commitment and you don't take it half haphazardly, which is a little neologism that I just love. It's like haphazardly and half-heartedly, half-heartedly, haphazardly, half what did she say? She said half twister. Half hazardly. Half hazardly. Half hazardly. It's like haphazardly and half-heartedly. Oh yes. Okay. In one. Blah. Yes. I like that. Um, but I think it really captures what she's saying here, and I love that. <laughs> um, it's both half half-hearted and haphazard. So yeah. Johnny is really struggling here. I think we have a clip of his reflections on this problem. It kind of just makes everything harder when you do see yourself with this person, but you don't know if you're there in life. So it's a bunch of emotions. It's like juggling everything at once. He just should not have come on this show. I just don't understand. Well, Claire, he was like, I'm not going to fall in love with anyone, but I will get some potential brand deals. I'm a 25-year-old who loves to fuck. This is actually a great show for him. It's just like... It's just rough once you get to that, like, 
final four. I, I'm just saying that this is just like classic wrong reasons that is being dressed up as not, which is that he is sitting here being like, even if she's the perfect person, I just don't feel like at this point in my life, I'm ready to get engaged. It's like, okay, so you knew that you didn't the want show. the prize. I'm being much harder on him than I was on Jason, but I do think that it's different to get on the show and to be like, oh, I'm not feeling myself. I'm really overwhelmed. This is not a good setting for me to decide. And to be like, I don't know, I'm only 25. Do I really want to get engaged? I will go on The Bachelorette, though. Yeah, yeah. It 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 felt like like he kind of knew that like circumstantially he he isn't in a place where he wants to get engaged. You know what I mean? I did like yeah. what his dad said about like, don't think about, like, I mean, I, I don't know if it was like amazing advice. He's like, don't think about the finances. <laughs> don't, you know? I mean, well, that's, that is the thing. But it is I'm like, good you advice. You're married. You're not like starting a business together. Like, why do you need yeah. to be financially stable to get married? Like, do you Men need to be financially stable that. to have a girlfriend? Yeah. You just are doing life together, as a terrible Instagram caption would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's like, how aren't you ready emotionally? I think you're ready emotionally. Okay, buddy. You're not inside Johnny's brain. Financially. And also, he doesn't know go down that road a, together. And also, again, his parents don't know how much of a fuckboy he is, and he's never going to, like, show them that true side right. of him. So... Well, his dad is like, how aren't you ready? And I'm like, he's not ready because he still wants five to 10 years of casual sex. Like, he's a hot 25-year-old. Like, it's okay. It's it's okay if your son's not ready to marry this woman. It's fine. He doesn't have to be emotionally ready right now. It's okay. He just should maybe tell Gabby soon. That's, you know. So after... After meeting the family, Giant does not tell her this. Instead, they spend the evening out on a boat watching the sunset and making out. It looks fun. Fun, romantic. Not for me, but, you know, for someone with a stronger stomach. And <laughs> very beautiful. Uh, and Johnny's like this. Uh, Gabby's like, this is great. I love Johnny's life, his friends, his family. I can really see myself falling in love with him. Every time I see him, it gets deeper and deeper. And I get these huge glimpses of what life could be like with him. But we need to be honest. Again, yeah. he's obviously the next to go. Yeah, like, I feel yeah. like their their connection does seem like so right. But it's like one of those like right person, wrong time. Like they're just in different mm-hmm. places in their life. And yeah. that's just the nature of it. There was something yeah. about the way that she worded it that I actually found like weirdly striking and poetic where she talked about getting these huge glimpses of what life could be like with him. And like, it's like huge is not that interesting of a word, but the way she put that together, I was just like, you just envision like this, this like chasm opening up before and you're like, oh my God, like that could be my life. And then it like closes up again. Like yes. she's just like, I just like in that moment. She's I was like, like, I see it. Yeah. I see it in in a narrative sense. Like our story could look this way, but is that the way it's going to end? Probably. I don't not. Think so. Me not like every that. time That's I go okay. on like one date with one person, I'm like, wow, this could be our life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that is kind of the whole fun of the early stages of dating, right? It is kind of trying on that story yeah. for your life. Although my therapist doesn't like, like it. She's like, it fits. stay in the present. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I too had that same issue. My therapist was like, stop future tripping yeah. is what she called it. Uh, you need to, you need to dial it back. Yeah. But I still think we all, we all kind of do it. And now um, you're in Barcelona, baby. <laughs> yeah. It, Woo! it all worked uh, out. So 
They, Rachel is not in Barcelona. She is in Wildwood, New Jersey. I love that it's coming for my state now. I can just envision them two, a few miles away. Two Jersey two dates. Two Jersey dates. Claire. I was really living this this week. Uh, Tyler it has brought her to the boardwalk where he lives, laughs, works, plays. Lo- wa- wishes to Wishes love. to love, but is repeatedly rejected. <laughs> and... She's like, hometowns is the biggest week because when you bring families into things, it does change things. And she says that she feels they are the furthest behind. And I feel like she is the furthest behind. <laughs> like, he is, like, all, like very He's on board. 20 steps ahead and she is yeah. like he is pacing way behind he's, he's moved past circling real estate listings and he's going to open houses for their home together. Like, he is ready. And Rachel is just slowly descending into a complete fucking panic attack about the fact that she, like, doesn't want to play act with his family. And I do feel like it was wild for her to give him the group date rose because I do think giving that group date rose does signal, like, you're not on the bubble here. You're one of the two people that I feel the most confident about. And I will be choosing among the rest of the guys at the rose ceremony. And instead, she kept two guys she clearly felt very sure about for the rose ceremony. And she gave her group date rose to a guy who was on the bubble. And now he has the confidence of a, of a uh, finalist. And, and like, and poor sweet Tyler, just that sort of seems like his nature anyway. Like, yeah. he dives headfirst into things. Have they, and I have just, they even he had a He seems like such date? a golden retriever energy. Yeah. Have they had a one-on-one date? I feel like they just had that. They, they did, right? Where? I don't know. They had, he definitely got one-on-one time with her after like winning a group date, but I'm struggling to bring up an, a planned full one-on-one that they had. Our brains are broken. My so broken they, for sure. <laughs> they walk along the boardwalk. People recognize him. They call it his name. I mean, yeah, he runs a basketball game on this boardwalk. He, these are his coworkers, basically. He's bursting with pride. She could be the mother of my kids. This is going to be the best date of my life. So serious. Oh God. They eat funnel cake. They play the best boardwalk games. Cake. I mean, this is a fun <laughs> date. If you like the person, this is an awesome Which date. Which is why right? it like feels, they're playing yeah. games. Like, yeah, they're eating funnel fried dough. There's nothing. It would have been such a great dough. date if like she felt differently about him. But like you exactly. can tell. Yeah. Even when he's like, you're ready to shoot this basketball? She's like, no. And she's so clearly like projecting. (laughs) Like he was like, you ready to shoot this basketball? She was like, no. And she was obviously answering like, I'm not ready to be with you. Like when. (laughs) Well, she. I also think it's so telling because we saw her. She's the kind of person, and I actually really relate to this, who once you realize you don't want to be around a person, like every moment is torture. Torture full of anxiety. Like we saw her with Jordan date one. Like she cannot fake it, even if the person is super into her. And I think it actually causes her like physical pain to not be honest with someone who's super into her and she doesn't feel the same way. Like that dynamic is very uncomfortable. And I think she just, she like can't. She's like completely shutting down as it dawns on her that the rest of the day will involve that attitude almost lying and that she'll have to do it to his family. Yeah. Like she can't, she just I can't, can't even imagine. They they get on a Ferris wheel. He's pointing out the sites. Apparently he lives in an <sighs> apartment that is attached to his boardwalk game during the season. I wanted a tour, but we didn't get one. 
They make out. She's like, this is such a great day. I'm literally having the time of my life. She goes into a local pizza joint with him. He introduces her to everyone who works there. And she's She's like, she's getting a little preview. I think this is when it really hits her. She's like, this is a preview. There are all these guys who love Tyler who are just like, want to ask about our relationship. And I can't honestly be like, right, we could end up together. The music turns somber. She says, I've realized my relationship with him is a little bit further behind than what I would have wanted to feel at this point. It feels like I'm having a bit of a struggle because meeting his family tonight is looming a little bit. She gives me like a little bit and it's like, no, a lot. Looming. <laughs> You're struggling That's a lot. A word. That's not looming a word. Looming is not like a little, a little lighthearted word. <laughs> a slight <laughs> loom. That's like what, like, like bad things loom, you know? Yeah. Like, love. Looming is, an, is is up there with ominous. Like looming yeah. and ominous go together. Looming is not like looming, but in a fun way. Yeah, exactly. It's not good. My my birthday I, I party is looming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolute, absolutely not good vibes anymore. At one point, I just started getting so anxious watching this devolve. At one point, he quizzes her a little bit. He's like, "Because you're meeting the fam," and her eyes like widen, like she's like, "Oh shit!" And he does not clock this at all, which is the theme of the date. And he says, "If my parents ask or like whatever, like what is your favorite moment you've had with me?" And she's like. Uh, you can yeah. tell in this moment she's like none of none them, of, none of them yeah. were my favorite I need to escape I need to get out of here I mean I think Tyler it is giving is her that like, taste of like I'm gonna have to answer these questions like what am I gonna yeah, fucking and do I'm gonna lie. Yeah. and that is it that shows, doesn't sit right I do think that it's like this this um like home date was like a really good like telling of like how good of a person like Rachel is that like she cannot fathom like lying to people and that she like earlier I was saying how like she's really good at like doing what she needs to do at the show but it shows how like she really is like so authentically herself that like she she wouldn't be able to just do what the producers told her to do. She can't stomach it. Yeah she has to be authentic. I think Tyler is really heartened by the fact that she feels similarly about love to him. And he feels like he's been burned in the past, maybe by people who didn't have the same outlook on love. But like, just because someone else is like, no, you got to love hard and be all in doesn't mean they want to do that with, with you. you. And like you. when Rachel, yeah. the, the fact that Rachel takes love so seriously um, is partly why this is so hard. And so in her ITM, she's like sick. She's like, oh my God, we have to break up. And like, I have to do it now. And his, he's glowing. He's like, I can't believe this is real. This is the best day of my life. This is, it's hard. So, it was hard to watch. So fucking painful to watch. Like I was, I was having a physical reaction when I was watching the episode for the second time. My boyfriend was in the other room and he was just hearing the audio and he was like, oh my God, no, I have to get out of this room. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this is horrible. I can't, I, I, I can't this. lie. Oh I had to do like five second. <laughs> like fast forward bumps because I was like, I can't, it's yeah, it's not, it's not good vibes. So while he closes up his boardwalk basketball game, Rachel goes and confides to a producer. I think we have a little clip. I just feel so bad because he's such a good guy. I can't even look at him. Like I'm like gonna like break down. He thinks we're about to sit down to his family. And that's the thing. It's like, when families get involved, it's huge. Even just meeting his friends, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. <sighs> I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Rachel. 
She's like, I feel like I'm disappointing him and everyone and not even giving him a fair chance. This fair chance bullshit to me needs to end. Like, if you don't want to be involved with someone romantically, you don't have to do it for another second of your life. You don't have to do it for another second. And also that is actually the kind and respectful thing for that other person ultimately. 100%. Is to communicate with them honestly. It hurts, obviously, as as someone who's been the other person more times than I can count. More times than (laughs) Than I've been the person to bring up. It's like, yeah, it hurts a little bit and it stings, but it's like it in the long run, I've always been so much more grateful for like not wasting my time. Whereas like I've had people like waste my time and then you fall more deeply into them and then it hurts more. So it's like the sooner the better, babe. Yeah. Also, I think that people can get over rejection, right? Like it stings. It sucks. What's harder is if you feel fundamentally disrespected. Yes. And I think that Tyler ultimately is able to walk away from this with that. So they sit on the boardwalk. Yeah, we have a long way to go before that. Yeah, we still have to go through this very, very extended breakup. And like she was saying before, Tyler knows what this part of the date is about. It's to talk about what to expect from his family and to like gear up for that part of the date. So Tyler is ready to just monologue about this for like 45 minutes. He's talking and talking and talking. He's gushing about how she lights up the room. The day has been perfect. Seeing her meet his friends. Amazing. Rachel is sniffling. She looks ill. He does not notice. He does not really (laughs) give her an opportunity to talk. Finally, she jumps in and says, I had such an incredible day and then sobs a little bit. He's still smiling. He doesn't understand that it's bad for her to be crying right now. Like 35 minutes to pick up on what is happening. He just keeps being like, you're the most incredible person. Yeah, no. I'm so lucky. She truly, she's she's like, like, you're the most incredible person. I feel lucky to know you, buddy. This is the setup to a breakup. But he's like, well, me too. I mean, that's the thing. I know. Wow, so glad. (laughs) And then he's like, you know, the thing is, we know each other's past. During my darkest times, you just say to yourself, there's a reason for all this. Just wait for it. And when I met you, that was my reason. I'm so happy. And she's like, I she literally was about to break up with you and you interrupted me to be like, "You're, I'm the reason that happens, you suffered. This happens like three more <sighs> times. Yeah. This is where I started yeah. kind of like doing the little 10 second skip. And I could just see imme- – and like I'd skip 10 seconds and it would like cut to his face and then cut to her face. And I was like, during, oh, he's still interrupting. I was like oh, – During stop. her attempt to break up with him, this is when he tells her that he's in love with her for the first time. And like he does not say it in a way that's like, but I'm in love with you. He's just like, I'm so excited to tell you as we are about to meet my parents that I am in love with you. And she is like, I've been trying to break up with you for like 20 minutes. Give me a moment here. to sneak that in I wasn't Uh, sure I'm like is she gonna start crying is she going to spontaneously simply vomit right off of the bench because this is he says so painful he says I'm so in love with you and she looks away with an expression of just obvious complete despair on her face and he this doesn't notice Tyler he's like you're just I'm so happy you're here I wouldn't change a thing and I'm like would you change the fact that you just said I'm in love with you and she just looked away like she wanted to be somewhere else Finally, after he says, you're the most amazing person I've ever met, she's just like, wait, 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 stop. Like, I need, like, and immediately starts crying. And she says, you know, this is family. This is a big deal. I'm struggling because we're bringing other people into this. I've never met anyone like you who just loves so openly and who isn't afraid of anything, of being hurt. I feel like we've had the most incredible day 
but I'm still feeling not 100% confident. And and she's like, she's just like, I think that there's there's something missing and I don't know what it is. And like, finally, he. I mean, she says, I'm not ready to meet your family. And he's like, ah. She's so much more patient than I would have been. Like the one of the few times I've like ended something with someone, I like tried to say it so many times in so many different ways. And they didn't get it. And then I was finally like, my guy, I don't want to be with you. Like, I, like, I was like, stop I talking. Say, just, and then I just like I, lost his such an example of two people who are incredibly sweet in their nature. Too nice. Like, too nice. Rachel's, it's like that Rachel's thing, too like, sweet to be back. with such a sweet guy. She's yeah. too sweet. She needs someone who's got like a little bit of a dick energy to them, in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> or that's what we gra- that's what sweet people gravitate to I say we but I'm the person with sort of dickish energy in my relationship <laughs> um, Greg is very sweet he's very sweet um so she cries and says she's so sorry I care about you so much this is so hard Tyler does not stop smiling like it's a different smile to be clear now that he's registered that he's getting dumped but he is literally still smiling he's reassuring her he's like I appreciate what you're saying my family means a lot to me I appreciate you like thinking about what it would mean to introduce them to you. And, you know, you've made this all so easy. You've let me love again. And love that lasts forever is real. Like, I hope that you find it and, you know, that we both have it one day. Uh, He's such a mensch. He really is. Wait, what does mensch mean? Like, it's a Yiddish word. It's like, just like a good, like a good guy, solid guy. Like he, I think that we have seen quite a few men on this show because of who they tend to cast that at this point when they start to feel an entitlement of of certain things they can flip on a dime when they get dumped yeah and it's easy to be angry like that's also a, you know a human response to an extent and tyler is just like he is so respectful at every turn even though he has to be aware that like he He's going to all of this like emotional diarrhea that he just did and then getting dumped like that's all going to be on TV. Although great, great bachelor setup. I know I was thinking the same thing, but I also was thinking like too sweet with how with I don't with how blindsided he was like it really he could have really been an asshole. And so like I think it shows good character on him at least. I honestly, he's a sweet guy. If the, if this was his attempt uh, on some level to be bachelor, it worked. I've never found him more attractive than I did after this conversation. Yeah, exactly, because I think that like there's something about his sunny outlook that feels very childish, and so to see him actually yeah. in the in the midst like, of actually dealing with a setback, he was and remaining being quite sweet, adult about it. It, it showed yeah. a, the sort of mature end of that attitude. It did, but it also did make me feel like he wasn't as in love with her or as into her as he maybe had been leading on because, like, I was, like, ho- I, I thought there would be more of a physical, emotional reaction from him than there was. We saw some more of it a little later. I also think that part of Tyler's personality is that he does, like, love being in love. He is, like, that... He does. Preternaturally sweet guy that always wants love, always is looking for love, always wants to be in a relationship. Like, I think that I texted Claire while I was watching this something like, Tyler is the guy that 
everyone is like, oh my God, he's so cute and so hot and so sweet. Someone else should really marry him. Yeah. And I think that actually part of that is that he clearly loves being in love so much. And he's the eternal optimist. He's like, I just got dumped by someone that I said I wanted to have a a life with. And like, someone else will come along for me. And it's like, do you really actually want to be with someone whose attitude when you break up with them is, well, someone else will come along. <laughs> like it, it might make it, I do think that it can convey like a lack of stakes in a, in a way. Like this person doesn't really have as many, as much invested in this relationship because they're so confident that there is more love to be found for them. I don't know. That's just kind of how I've always felt about guys who are just like, I just really want a girlfriend as long as she's nice to me. And yeah. boobs. That's all I want. Um, Everybody so, loves boobs. And I about that. They, I know. They're great. I wish I had some. So they're you back on the boardwalk. I got some for myself. I know. I know. I know. I listened to that uh, episode of your podcast and I was like, oh, she's making it sound so great. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. Uh, back on the boardwalk, uh, as, as she drives away crying, Tyler's smile does fall off his face. He yeah, he I is think... sad, but you know, Gabby or, or sorry, Rachel is crying more. She's like, he told me he was in love with me and he was comforting me like he doesn't deserve this. And like I feel like my heart is breaking after having to do that. She's like devastated. Thinking of his family waiting to meet her, which they I are. Mean, that is awful. <laughs> they are still waiting to meet oh, her. The fact that they filmed his family. And clearly made the family do the requisite, like, oh, I'm sure he's going to be so happy. Like, oh. Yeah. He walks in alone and is like, she broke up with me. And they all gasp and comfort him. And he's like, well, I wanted you guys to see just how happy I was. I loved her. And I still do. I mean, it was like 15 minutes ago. So take some time. And he's like, all I've ever wanted was somebody that would feel the same towards me. I don't know. I do feel like he's giving me a little bit of like aspiring bachelor here. But I think it's more in his head. Like, I don't see them casting him as the bachelor. No, I don't. I don't see it at all. But you got to try, right? You got to give him something to work with. I could also see this guy killing it in paradise. Just like a sweet, sweet, non-threatening man in paradise. giant biceps. Yeah, and good tattoos. Everyone's going to love it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing it's is gonna, like life goes on, baby. And like if it he sure like he if he didn't get picked, then like what is he going to do? Like be an asshole? No. Be like, oh, this is kind of like maybe an opportunity for me to like meet other people like to leverage. People do meet people <laughs> in paradise. Like they do. Famous, famous I, more so some, than on The Bachelor. In some sense, it's and I hope, much easier to actually to meet I someone. I hope he but finally I, finds I, that person he can buy a house for. Me, me too. Wait, he can buy me a house. <laughs> <laughs> we found her. Tyler, we, come we again, Tyler. On the we solved it. Tyler, we <laughs> solved it. Uh, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk about our last couple of hometowns. Can you keep up? I like love it. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Protein Plus and Keto. Factors' fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat 
in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. I love that. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. And treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. I don't know about the rest of you, but sometimes when I'm having a busy day, like, I don't know, every day, and I'm just running around trying to finish work, trying to deal with daycare pickup, I actually can forget to make time to feed myself something that is actually good for my body, something that isn't just my fifth granola bar of the day. And that's where Factor really comes in and offers me a nice balanced meal that tastes great, that has vegetables, that has protein, that has all those things that I can't find just by grabbing a snack out of my cupboard. And it's really such a game changer. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I am someone who has reached the ripe age of 36 and still has no idea how to pack effectively. I am always a stress case, just standing <laughs> over my suitcase, trying to pack for my next trip. And, you know, sometimes I need help. That's when we realize we need to say hello to Quince. It's your new go-to for high-quality vacation essentials you'll be packing for years to come. Oh, they have such good stuff, like premium European linen dresses. Just think about walking along the water in oh, a linen dress yes. or a blouse or shorts from $30. Linen, did I mention mm, linen? Yeah. Also washable silk tops, premium luggage options at incredible prices, and so much more. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I personally have been absolutely obsessed with the Quince all-day neoprene duffel bag that I got. I have been using it constantly. It's perfect. It's so cute. It fits so much. It even has like an extra place for your keys and wallet. It just makes everything easy. Cannot recommend enough. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. And we are back, and it is time to head to Bedminster, Bedminster. New Jersey. It is Gabby's final hometown, and she is meeting Eric's family. She... Holy shit. Yes. So much weeping. Oh, my God. This was an intense one. At this point, I got really confused about how much time was left because I did not know that Avon's date was going to be chopped off the end. And I was like, uh, they're running out of time. They're running up on it. Yeah. So she does sort of... should not have watched this one in uh, public. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, this is... This was a rough one. So she she does an abbreviated little run and jump. She grades herself. She's like, that was good. That was a good one. She's so self-conscious about this trope. I think it's so funny. And he tells her that they're going to meet his family first. Um, but first, they 
stop in in sort of a field, a meadow park. And he they talk about his dad's health situation. So he has had cancer for three years and he tells and it's her terminal. it's terminal. He tells her that his dad has already been in a, to a point where they thought he was going to die three times. And at one of those times, he came to this field with his dad and his dad told him that he had a year left and asked him to take care of his mother. Um, I'm like already going like, to cry know. again. This is just like. I feel like I had to like put up an emotional wall to like serve, like get through this part of the episode because it's so raw. Um, and they share a lot. Just, I mean, it was very. I mean, what you're watching someone deal with that grieving process and like this imminent event, like before it's even happened. Oh my and God. Like, you could hear his voice crack when he was like, can we see my family first? Like it was like immediate. Like he's like, just like, I want to see them. Like it's, I've been yeah. away from them for too long. And then his mom was just, it's so sad because it's so real and like it puts everything else on the show right. into perspective where like he is looking for a partnership. He is looking for someone to like help him through this. And and I really, really believe him when he says like, I wouldn't have stayed in a place where I couldn't contact my family if I wasn't really into someone right. here. It is like he's able to kind of show the two components of like how his family impact his decision to be on the show. And like one is that he wouldn't have stayed if he didn't take it seriously because he was giving up something so huge to be there, which is the ability to be near his dad during this time. And also that like he wants very much what his parents have, which is this really yeah. devoted marriage partnership partnership. And like that his mom has has been his dad's caretaker through so many years of difficult treatments. And so like he also is like, if I'm here, it's because I see in you the possibility of that kind of lifelong like devoted partnership that I idealize and want for myself yeah. um and Gabby from the start is just so like it's such a different energy than either of the previous two dates and she just is just as good at fitting into it but she just she immediately she, she even says to him weight. yeah she does and before they even get there she tells Eric, like, well, I care for your family because they're a part of you and I care so much for you. And I was like, how is that just like the perfect thing it's to the say? Perfect thing to say. And it and it's so genuine. And she just is so emotionally intelligent. And I was thinking about like that emotional intelligence combined with the fact that she is an ICU nurse. She does have this history of like caring for very sick people. And I think that there are a lot of people who would who we are such in such a culture that has like such deep discomfort with death and loss and with like seeing any evidence of mortality. And I think being a nurse, she does have almost this unique skill set of being like, this is part of life and I have been around it. Yeah. And I'm not going to shy away from it. The fact that she yeah. like, didn't it was really break beautiful. down with the family like and was so strong around not just not just like having been strong around him the entire time, but she was able to be strong around his family shows how like she is like so capable of like being there for him if they were to like move forward together with this. Yeah. yeah. 
she is like exactly who you want by your side. And like she she's able to also be like, I'm just going to be whoever is neat. Like if I'm just like being supportive on the side while they catch up because they have so much to talk great. about. That's great. Like this doesn't have right. to be all about me. Um, so they all walk in and meet his family, his dad, Alan, his mom, Donna, his sister, Elise, and his grandparents. I love his grandpa so much. Gran- their gran- the grandpas are, you know, I think could be buddies. His grandpa's like, I watched you on The Bachelor. I know you. And they all He's laugh. Like, I know Gabby. <laughs> yeah. And the, the grandparents Eric- were definitely like so cute and so important. You could tell how important they are to the family that like they keep like the li- like the livelihood going for them. Yeah. And Eric asks how his dad is doing. Like truly they haven't been in contact. I thought it was kind of fucked up that they had to do this on camera, but I agree and we've seen this before where it's like you have contestants, their only time with their family is this on-camera time, and there's, like, no allowance made for the fact that, like, maybe you should give this kid, like, a fucking second to check in on his father's, like, medical yes. condition yeah. not on camera. Like, the way yeah. that he hugs his mom after the conversation that they have, you can tell that, obviously, they had a lot to talk about the relationship with Gabby, but, like, the way he hugs her, it's obviously more of an emotional hug about their relationship and about what their family is going through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, they've all been through so much together, and it clearly meant a lot to him to just be with them again. And so he asks how his dad is doing. His dad is like, oh, I have good days, I have bad days. And Eric points out that Gabby is an ICU nurse and his mom is the in-home nurse. And is sort of like, you two have that in common. And um, it's very sweet. Gabby is like, well, it means the world for you to allow us in here with everything that you're going through. And I think that I love that it is like huge that they did that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Gabby I think and, it shows how much they love their son. Gabby and Eric talk to his dad first and they have a lot to get through. It's like details on what he's been gone th- going through with his health express to him like maybe for the last time how much he loves and admires him also should i marry gabby so just like a little (laughs) like brief conversation tie all those things up and eric's dad is like i was in the icu for 40 days and had some operations but i'm staying positive and then he talks about how the icu nurses were so sharp and how much he respects them he talks about how over the, the last few years he's been through three rounds of chemo and how his wife is, has been there with him. And he says she's getting sweeter. It's hard taking care of someone. And it really is like the work of being a caretaker when someone is dying, especially over the course of a long period of time. Like I, I have not been through that myself, but I've watched people close to me go through that. And like it's just – yeah. That is that is so much work and it is so hard to maintain your own emotional composure and your own sanity in the midst of that. And like then to also bring cameras in, I was just like his yeah. mom is a fucking saint. At one point she says that his dad's been not doing as well, but I keep watering that flower and he keeps coming back. And I was like, wow, truly like the the words of someone who has – gone on such an intense emotional journey yeah. to like be able to keep going through this like you can tell what what a 
like, uh, I don't know, harrowing, but like sort of she she's like, how can I allow this to like, set, like, how can I center myself in this? How can I, yeah. you know, fortify myself? I, I agree. And I, I think it must also just add for Eric so much weight to what he is feeling for Gabby to to know that she did meet his father and that like there might like if he has a future partner like the most likely scenario is that that person will not meet his dad and that is just like you know one of many things to that he's probably grappling with yeah and it's it's so hard to feel like your parent would never know your partner um you know eric also gets some time with his mom who really stresses the importance of marriage you know she's been through so much with her husband and she's like we marry for life you don't take that lightly and this has been honestly a very successful meet the family um but also very raw like his mom is actually like kind of close to tears i think the whole day and but everyone is like there's just so much love like everyone like loves Eric they love each other Eric loves everyone like you can really feel it and you can really feel it and that love is being extended to Gabby as like if you end up being a part of this family like that's what you're going to get to and that's a really beautiful thing yeah so they leave they leave his family and they get to have like kind of a debrief like normal date at a tavern together it felt very natural uh they sit down and he's like this day was was really important to me and i'll never forget it and i think we we have a clip of what he says next like my dad isn't doing well like that's the reality of the situation and you could see how, how hard it is for me not to be there and like not even be in contact with them so i think like ultimately like they were really i think surprised to see how much I like you and how much I wanted you there because like that's all they want too is they for me to be happy and for me to be with somebody like you so I am like really grateful that you were there today honestly I have risked a lot to be here and it's all for you and like I'm like genuinely happy about it and I know they are too I freaking love him I think me too People really don't like Eric and I kind of don't get it. Like I don't get it at all. I'm sorry. I've liked Eric the whole time. He's been He's also of- the hottest one. Sorry. I sorry. think he's, he's also really it. hot. He and Jason really both do it for me. Well, here's the thing. I we don't know that like that much. Like maybe Eric has done terrible things or maybe he sucks in certain ways, but from what I can see, I think that people have mostly been reacting to like, oh, well like he wasn't making enough jokes with Grandpa Joe or whatever. And, like, I think that what we see with Eric is truly someone who compliments her energy, but who shares her sensibility and who shares her, like, emotional depth. And, like, I think we really see a guy in this and this date who feels things really deeply and who understands, like, what it means to to really love someone and to be committed to them. And it just, like, carries so much more wait like I don't see how I I truly like I don't understand like I I think he is great for a guy on the show fantastic (laughs) and yeah on the show look this is all being qualified by we don't know everyone's (laughs) history blah 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 but from what we've seen he seems wonderful and their dynamic seems wonderful and I think it's very telling that we see him say that he's falling in love with her and that she shares that sentiment back yeah 
pretty I think big deal. He even says, I'm really falling for you. I might even be falling in love with you. And that's scary, but I really freaking am. And then she says, even maybe something stronger. She says, I am falling in love with you. That feels like they're really it's at just, the same place. And, it and it's so organic. Like, it's authentic. Yes. It's so authentic. It didn't it's not feel scripted. Like- not at all. It didn't feel that way at all. This felt like a real date. And yeah, maybe part I, of it is the like, setting, but I truly, I was like, I feel like I've had this date where I was like with my future husband and we're like at like, a bar like you. and we're just like feeling really emotionally intimate and yeah, just like sharing feelings. It felt so na- natural. I love them together. And when she puts Eric in the car to end the night, she says after today, I think meeting Eric's family could have changed my life. And like, Wow. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Um, down my yeah. Uh, and then yeah. we're going to have the biggest emotional pivot yeah. of the episode from this beautiful But I do want to say that is not the first time that Gabby has said something that really struck me as something you would say about a, a winner, <laughs> a winner, um, which like early on, she said, I would be so lucky to be loved by someone like Eric. Yes. Like she's always kind of put him on a bit of a pedestal. And I do think that has baffled people who watched the show, but she's still talking about him that way. Like, this could be changing my life. Like, I would be lucky to be with a man like him. She's like, I always wanted to be with someone like you, and I didn't think it was possible. We're not hearing anyone really talking about any of the guys that way. I think Eric just, like, jumped after this date right into the that front runner seat for me. Yeah. Yeah. So and then time for that pivot. Time for that emotional pivot. (gasps) We're heading right to Awkward Town, known as Santa Clarita, California. Yeah, that plane is about to stop reaching new heights and nosedive right into the field. Tino is driving down a dirt road toward Rachel in a white jeep, beeping at her. Strong as you do. There's no run and jump because he has to like climb down to her where she's standing on a different dirt road, and he just like picks her up. From a standing position. They're like, we will not be making this easy for you. But <laughs> Rachel is so into Tino and he seems very enthusiastic about her. But I'm interested that she right away is like, what if I don't get your family's approval? And he's like, oh, you don't even worry about that. Who would worry about such a thing? I feel. I wonder if she's responding to the fact that he's so certain about something that like he hasn't given her any real reasons that he's that certain about it like is it like oh my parents love everyone or is it like they just want to make sure that I'm happy or like she's like why are you so sure (laughs) and truly why is he so sure delusion she and she's she's really saying the things to him that sound like winner status she's like I want them to feel like I fit in because I'm really serious she's like I genuinely cannot have your family not like me because I want you to marry me so which is so funny because of what is to come what is good it's not good (laughs) so we fully skip their day date (laughs) like it just we don't see it maybe it had to do with the jeep we They're like, look, the important thing is we need to dedicate as much time as possible to how badly this goes. Like, that is what's important. It's not just one parent, baby. It's both. It's it's a lot. She is facing the firing squad. It's evening. 
they're arriving to meet his mom, Sandy, his dad, Joe, and his brother, Mateo. At this point, I feel like I've gone from someone who is basically a Tino fan to someone who's just like everything he says annoys me because this really bothered me. And I think we have a clip. (laughs) I haven't told Rachel that I'm falling for her yet because I think I've just been waiting for the right moment. And I think once she knocks it out of the park with my parents, it'll be like the table set. What do you mean the table set? When she knocks out of the park with my parents, the table will be set. I don't think that's like a thing. I don't think I don't know if he knows what he meant. You know what I mean? No, like I think he's he just, just saying it. shit. No, he's just like I have a lot of <laughs> metaphors. Disagree. Some of them are sports related. Tina watches the show. I think that he knows exactly what it what he's saying. He's saying, I've watched this show, the hometown goes well, everyone's feeling amazing. You sit down on the bench, you say, My family loves you. They're so excited to have met you and they can just see how happy I am. And that's because I'm in, I'm falling in love with you. And that doesn't happen. But he is convinced that that is how this date is going to go. And he's expressing that now in advance. He's like, we're going to have an incredible hometown like I've seen on TV. And then it's going to give me the perfect moment to say I'm falling in love with you. And he's just describing it like it's like he's blocking out like... <laughs> For some sort of I skit do think or something. He is sort of just like barreling ahead. Like, I don't think he's totally disingenuous, but I just think he's like, it's going to go well. She's my gal. I'm into her. She's into me. And I know how this goes. And like, I'm in it to win it. I think, again, we're having the Zach issue where it's not necessarily that he doesn't like Rachel or that he doesn't see a future with Rachel. But he he does have the show pacing in the back of his mind, maybe even subconsciously at all times. And it's influencing the way that he talks about it and the way that he expresses himself. And and like, I think that we see we see that gear a little more than I'm comfortable with, even if it even if it's just because we all are familiar with the show and like we know how these things work. He's also the only guy whose family doesn't just go like, wow, you're glowing. You have such good chemistry. You look so in love. And like, maybe that's influencing my take, but I feel like he's not glowing and doesn't seem to have good chemistry or be in love with Rachel during this date. I also just kind of feel like his family was like, it was like energy vampires. Like the minute he walked in, like I feel like his family was setting them, were like, were, they, they were setting, were setting shitty, themselves shitty up mood. for a bad vibe, I feel like, before he even walked in. So I, I don't even know. I think even if he did look the most like the most glowy person on the planet, his parents weren't really trying to receive that from him. Yeah, I, I, I honestly have secondhand embarrassment for like how big of assholes they looked like. I don't like I think like obviously it's important to have skepticism in this show. But the way in which they had skepticism felt really attacking of like as if they're not adults, as if they don't know what they got themselves into. And and there was no winning. It was like no matter how she tried to answer the questions and no matter how she tried to be like, oh, yeah, like I see where you're coming from. They were just like, no, 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 you actually don't. So it's like, why are we having this conversation? Right. Right. But yeah. it's truly like right. she would answer. Well, we'll it's get to delivery. it. But we they sit down. Tino to me is already looking like 
sour faced and awkward. He's not giving me the glow, but he's saying like the initial chemistry was so good. I was immediately sure about Rachel. And then I got the first rose. So she felt the same way. And when we're together, everything else disappears. And Joe is like his, his dad. dad. Joe's like, yeah, but how much time do you get together? Yeah, but is kind of his dad's energy throughout this entire day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is the opposite of improv. Energy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, but and they Yeah, but, yeah, but. <laughs> and they say, Oh, we find time every cocktail party. And he says, Yeah, but aren't there other guys? And Tino says they're striking out. Like completely stone-faced. Like he's just like I like this was the moment where I was he, like, oh, Tino is definitely who he is because of his family as well. And like you can definitely see how there's not a receptive emotional energy. So everything is yes. like competitive and everything is like yeah. bullheaded. Yes. That's real. This made me feel so bad for Tino because like you can tell, like, I don't know, I had like secondhand like like um like flashbacks of my family that like lacks like em emotive like lacks like sometimes we like don't express our feelings too well and like after years of therapy I've been able to express my feelings and it was the secondhand feeling bad for Tino because like it seems like he's worked on himself enough to be able to like get on this show and be vulnerable and like like this woman but he's like fighting a battle at home with like his parents who like almost like don't believe that he could get there or that anyone could get and, there. And look, there's a chance that maybe their skepticism is rooted in something real, but the way that they are delivering it, yeah. I felt like it really actually lacked compassion for both Rachel and yeah. Tina. No, like, it's this very cool. And I think that like, we, we definitely, like, again, we see that like jousting energy that he brings to some of the competition in a way that I find really off-putting. Joe is like, well, what's going to happen next? And Tino's, He's doing that. Th he's like confrontational almost. He's like, she's going to send the other guys home and I'll propose to her in two weeks. And his dad and laughs. Goes, really? He laughs. He says, really? He says, cruel. He says, what are you talking about after two months? Like, my guy, your son decided to go on this show. That is literally the whole thing and with this show. You agreed to meet this woman. Why? So right. that you could dismiss every single thing they both said. It's just it feels like his own parents are like bullying him and and also it. her like and my her, god and her. I was like how did it, you think these two people were definitely going to love her I don't understand how they could have behaved the rest of your life that you were sure they were going to be welcoming to her It's so hot I wonder if it is that like bullheaded quality of Tino's that he's just sort of like got to keep my head down and barrel through this because he's like he does express to the camera at one point like that he's surprised by the way that his dad is reacting. He misuses the word stringent, but I got what it he is, was trying to say. It would have been really funny if instead of like in an interview, he said I was surprised if he like looked at the camera while they were all talking. He was like, I did not expect it to go this way. You know what I mean? Like a, like a fake reality TV moment where he's like… <laughs> hand straight to camera. I don't think it was that bad of a usage of stringent. It would have been the comedic relief that we wanted. He was, he, Tino was like I sort of. I guess he was like exacting, exacting. in his questions. But yeah. I felt like what he was trying to severe. say is that he didn't see, he was going to be so severe and aggressive. Yeah, but um, so he 
basically drags Tino outside and he's like, so first question, it's been a really short time. Do you really think this is where you want to be? And Tino says, yes. And Joe is like, really? Why? And Tino's like, well, we've talked about the important things. We've talked about who we are, the future. So like, I feel like we can get really far in this time. And Joe's like, I just don't buy that this can prepare you for marriage. And like, neither do I, but like, that's your son's mistake. (laughs) Right, right. Like, fair. Also, here's the thing. If Joe had saved this conversation and just had this conversation with Tino, I think that would have been completely fair. What really bothered me was the energy that they walked into and then the parents' energy towards Rachel. Well, I think that you just need to not talk to your children or their partners contemptuously. Like you can, as many of the families have been, they're like, marriage is really serious. Be very careful. Be very sure. sure. Especially because like they aren't children anymore. Right. They are literally adults. They are adults. You shouldn't even, you shouldn't, yeah, like you shouldn't even talk to like a teenager this way because like as a parent, it's your responsibility to let them make mistakes and learn for themselves. I have a two-year-old. And they're doing this to full adults. I would never talk to my two-year-old this way. Or if I did, it would be like, we're going to sit down later. And I do this sometimes with my two-year-old. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Mommy was having a big feeling. Because like, you don't want to talk to your child with contempt. And that because then you do end up, I think, raising someone possibly who feels really defensive and who isn't able to have that emotional receptivity They are simply breeding resentment. And I also think it's actually counterproductive to speak to your grown adult child about their decisions in a way that's like, you're a fucking idiot, basically. Like, that is not – that's going to make them feel shame and also not going to make them – They want to prove you wrong now. Tino really wants to prove him wrong. Right. Meanwhile, Sandy is grilling Rachel, who is professing what an honor it is to get to know Tino. And, like, flattery is not going to get you anywhere here, Rachel. Thanks for trying. There's nothing she can say. She could be literally anyone. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. Sandy's like, what are Tino's best traits? They're quizzing her. and It's a quiz. Rachel's like, well, he has such a positive outlook. And, like, he always gives blood. And I was like, why? And he was like, well, there's a shortage. And I just realized he's so giving. And Sandy's like, okay, well, you're in a bubble. I have to figure out if in a week or two I'm mending a broken heart or planning a wedding. And Rachel's like, like, yeah. Yes. Like, what? Do you think I I can't? Tell She's you She's like, that. I've been through this. Like, I I went to therapy. I picked myself up off the floor. Yeah. She's like, she grilled my ass. I'm scared to talk to his dad. She should have been. It doesn't Which, go well. Fair. He is even more quizzing her. He's like, how can you make a connection so quickly? I'm having trouble wrapping my head around this. Like, let, here's here's something. I'm going to quiz you on, on what he's like to just make sure that you actually know who he is. She's like, he's like, prove to me, prove to me that you know the real Tino. And she goes back to like, I love his positivity. He's so humble. He's so caring. I love the way that people just gravitate towards him. And he's just like, he laughs in her face. He scoffs. scoffs. And then he's and and like, he's like, well, don't take this the right the wrong way. And I'm like, is he going to say that's not the son I know? No, it's not even that. He's like, you're saying the right things. That's great. And I'm like, so she's passing the quiz. What? He's like, no, but now you failed yeah. by saying all the right things because nothing you say can be trusted. Like it is, again, it is, it's the, it is cruel to her. And we get voiceover as this is going on of her saying like, I'm trying not to cry basically. Like if yeah. I was her, I would have, I would have. I would have cried. I would have cried. I, I, I would have hardcore cried. I also probably 
and this is why I'm not the bachelorette, but I probably would have been an asshole back. I would have been like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Like, how's your marriage okay. going, dude? Like, Rachel is the nicest, seems like one of the nicest people ever. And even her, you can feel her on the press. She almost hits that, that limit. Yeah, I think we have a clip. Yeah. I mean, are you expecting an engagement? What, what What's the plan? Yeah, no, I'm looking for an engagement. And he, I mean, has told me that that's something he's ready for. He definitely, I think, is a little bit slower with his feelings, and he definitely holds back a little bit more. So I'm definitely kind of just waiting to see where he's at with all this. But, yeah, that's definitely something I'm looking for. No, I mean... I don't want to beat a dead horse. The the, the hardest part about all this is just, this is your second go around. And I was asking Tino, I was like, well, you know, is this person just looking to get married or is this person, you know, really like you? I almost threw my computer across the room. dude. I was so angry when he said that to her. I'm sorry, Joe, can I introduce you to the concept of dating? Like, you know how many people are just dating because they want to get married to someone? That's the whole idea for a lot of people. The second go around thing was also like so fucking condescending. I'm sorry for my language. But like I was like, okay, you were implying that you were an asshole. But saying that makes you an an asshole. asshole. Also to say to her as though like she's indiscriminate in terms of who she wants to get married to because she is looking long-term to be married. Like, again, fuck, like, fuck you, dude. Like, it's just so rude. It is a yeah. cruel thing to say to a stranger. You don't know this person. Like, I also feel and like- also to be like, ugh. what? So, so like, what do you, what's the end goal? It's like, what's your end goal, bitch? Like, I, you know what I, mean? I guess like, what? I, Even if your son gets engaged, they can still break up. Like, there's, I, right. I don't know. I, don't I, I also, like, I do feel like there's something a little gendered about being like, well, this is yes. your second go round and he, you're no, still it, trying. Felt, 100%. You should, I felt like he was one step away from being like, you are no longer, like, pure enough for, for yes. Right? <laughs> like, like, you've been sullied by your desperation. <laughs> I hate, I did not like his energy. Yeah. I did not like the way he spoke to her. And then ultimately what he said to her. Yeah. Like, it was like, it was, it was little by little inching to inappropriate. It was like, at first it was his vibe and then it was what he was implying. And then he actually said something yeah. that was fucked up. Exactly. And so it was like, it, I'm, I wonder what he would have said if they had talked any longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like little by little, even, his truer color. Even showed. just the attitude of like, if you're looking to get married, that's a bad reason to be dating to me feels kind of gendered. Like, I think we all accept the idea that like, oh, men just turn 30 and their light turns on and like they decide it's time to settle down with someone. But with women, they're just supposed to be out there waiting for the perfect man to just like scoop them up and they feel love for the first <laughs> time ever. And then they like romantically get married and like, no, Buddy, everyone out there, if they want to get married, takes that at some point as an objective in their dating life. And men do it. Women do it. It's just normal. So even Rachel can't really hide how shocked and offended she is by this. But she really does her best and gathers herself and like calmly says, I wouldn't put Tino through this just so I could get married. I'm here to find like the right person to be with for the rest of my life. And Joe's, Joe's response to this is, well, Clearly, you've got your mind set on engagement. So 
when I when he talks about this going further, like, I'm just clearly you've got your mindset on being an asshole. Yeah, and that would be the correct response, actually. So <laughs> yeah. I would love to see you date Tino just to handle <laughs> Me this. Me too. And Rachel's I'll like, anyway, this was so great. Bye. And she's like, thank you so much for welcoming me into your home. She's <sighs> such a good person. I she, like, I, <laughs> she just yeah. like collapses into the corner with a producer. She's, she seems to be like in her in the moment setup, but we get this like rare breaking the fourth wall, like other camera looking at her and sort of overhear her venting to a producer that. Saying this like felt I so real. She's like I feel like they just really didn't like me. She's very shaken. She's just like I feel like there was nothing I could say. They didn't care who I was, and she's just like swilling her wine yeah. in agony, being like I about to cry. The whole family then sits down to do the send off, and Joe Joe's benediction is well. It sounds like the two of you have a lot more to learn about each other. And Rachel's like, well, thanks for having me. And thanks so much for your really hard-hitting questions. It really means a lot. And they're like, mm-hmm. Rachel's like, I feel like his dad was like, I hope you don't come back. I don't know how I made it out of this house alive. And yeah, that's really the energy he was giving off. So I don't blame her and for feeling this And I also want to say, way. like, the mo- like, we talked more about the dad, but, like, the mom was also giving, like, bitch energy. Like, I'm sorry. The mom, like, the mom was, was, like, not being nice. The mom was just less outspoken spoken about <laughs> like I they definitely she were on the same page like her attitude yeah yeah she, her delivery was just like a, a beat a tad less yeah. terrible she, than she was Joe's but she was doing a lot of echoing Joe when they were all together yeah. or like nodding along so Tino and Rachel sit down outside on a bench and in a wild twist that I did not see coming Tino is completely in denial about how things went he said this was the most delusional exchange <laughs> I've ever heard. I, I think we do have a clip. Um, they did adore you, I promise you. I don't think they, I'm gonna be honest, I do not think they like me. They definitely adore you. Do you know? They do. I'm not too confident your dad wasn't even giving me a chance. They were tough on me. Yeah, they were hard on me too. I mean, listen. Yeah. What? <laughs> they did. Like, I, Tino, adore. I feel like, yeah, that was weird to me because, like, everything he said after that is, like, night. Like, I, I, I think he was also battling demons in there. And so he wanted he to, like, convince her. But I wish he had just been honest with her and been like, well, look, exactly. we are on the same team. And I understand that they like, were hey. giving you rough that was yeah. rough. I didn't expect that from them. I, I yeah. don't think it was about you. This was really about me. And they're they're just scared about me because, you know, like there are ways to spin this yeah. in a way that's like, I see what you went through. I'm sorry that you were on the receiving end of that. It was not personal. I mean, there is no, here's what I think. I don't know. I think the only way for Tino to salvage this in a way that makes me feel like this isn't a red flag for her is to be like, Wow, did not see that coming, but that that looked so hard for you. I'm so sorry. It was hard for me I'm to so watch sorry. that. We're going to get through this together. I know my family is important to me, but I will always be by your side. I will be on your side, and that's what matters most to me because the absolute yeah. the thing you absolutely do not want is to be in a family with in-laws that hate you and to have your husband be like they love you. What are you talking about? They love you. Yes. You no, no that is no. that so right, you true. cannot have that denial of reality. That is like 
then you feel crazy. Then you verge on like gaslighting territory almost, right? Where you're like, yeah, no, 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 they loved you. And you're like, I was there. I experienced that, that they don't love me. Right. You need to be able to have your partner supporting you if their family doesn't like you. Like that is a non-negotiable to me. Like they need to understand that you need support. It was an opportunity. Yeah. I I think it was an opportunity for him to show how – he can like hear what she's saying and be able to like communicate and reciprocate. And even though he said what he was supposed to say in terms of like, I should have said this earlier, but I like really like you and I am falling for you. I think that was great. But the lack of communication and like hearing her for what she was saying. Yeah. I, I feel like that was a, like a moment that could have been better. He like, was, was just a barreling moment. ahead with what he had decided he needed to say. It's like the table I, has been set. Right. And now it's time for get, me. I, I do understand a desire to not sit in that discomfort and just like make it end and be like, well, I had, I wanted to share this, so I'm still going to share it. But it just, it just in contrast to how natural the dynamic between like Gabby and Eric was that we just watched then to shift here where I'm like, they're not even really existing in the same reality. It was very painful because I do think that, I do think that Rachel likes him best. Yeah. And I mean, Tino says he's falling in love with her. He's like, I don't want a future without you. He says, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you weeks ago. Rachel says, I should be honest, too. I also feel like I've been falling in love with you for a while. And that's honestly how I feel. And Tino's like, that's incredible. And they kiss. And Rachel's like, I feel more than happy, except that his family hates me and I'm very scared. And we might not be able to be together because of that. This was, I mean, this clearly was a date where they both just went in being like, we're the ones for each other. And it's time to start expressing that. And then there's this huge wrench, which is that his family hated her and Tino did not notice. And I, yeah, I was going to say like, that's the worst part about this is like, there are so many other dates that could have been like red flags from parents, but like, they actually are the ones who like are really good together Yeah, with Rachel. Like he's the one that I kind of like, liked the best for her. And so it just kind of sucks that I the still parents think put them in this position. move ahead with him. And I'm just, I'm I just, just, the only other I'm person I her. can see her really ending up with is Avon. Same. And we haven't seen his hometown yet. So hopefully it goes so, well. <laughs> um, but we do see that next week, Avon's hometown will involve some sort of witchcraft and a table that falls over. So a lot of exciting and then stuff there. Men tell all the men are going to be back and Meatball is going to pour a bunch of tomato sauce over himself shirtless. And I just I just wish that didn't everything happen. Everything is going to go wrong at Fantasy Suites week is what I'm gathering. Yeah. Everyone's going to cry. <laughs> yeah. So, and then a lot to look at the to. end. Excited. It's like Gabby won't be joining Rachel somewhere. Rachel's going to be the only bachelorette. I feel like Gabby is going to finish early. That's what I think, yeah. too. It's a misdirect. It's a misdirect. No, she's definitely going to finish early. She has three guys left, yeah. and two of them don't want to get engaged. So, like, I feel like there, she's just going to end, like, next time that the story continues. Um, also, <laughs> maybe that's why they brought on two bachelorettes, because everyone has been ending early so much lately. That, that is such like, a good point. One ends early, one keeps going. <laughs> such a good point. <laughs> Honestly, yes. We love that variety. We love those different paths. Uh, I just... We also get this hint in the Mentel All preview. Jesse Palmer is like, there's news that's going to change your lives forever to new adventure. Uh, I was like, okay, it's going to change my life. I, I, I don't like, think I'm in Scotland. Launching bro. a bachelor themed <laughs> cruise series. 
that could be it. <laughs> My other theory was, are they announcing The Bachelor already? But you know what? I actually think announcing some sort of Bachelor-themed cruise series is more likely to affect my life personally. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. The audience seemed like they were involved. Yeah. Like, has everyone just been offered a ticket? Like, I, I don't know. That's really where my yeah. head went. Uh, and before we leave, we should just say that at the end, this episode was dedicated really beautifully, I thought, to Alan Schwer, um, Eric's father, because he did pass away shortly before the premiere of the season. Yeah. Um, and so I thought it it must be a really profoundly, I wonder if, you know, it must just be a really profoundly emotional experience for Eric to have this on this footage of yeah. him with his dad. And um, I'm glad that the crew did, that they did that, yeah. that they dedicated the episode to him. Um, and that brings us to the end of the episode. Isa, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'm at Isa Medina, I-S-A-A-M-E-D-I-N-A-A on Instagram. And I host a podcast called Sounds Like a Cult. We have done an episode on the cult of The Bachelor. And I think we're like probably going to do a part two some other time because it was one of our first ever episodes. And so you, we volunteer and you regret you. not having us on, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> and we didn't know you guys then. And like now... Honestly, like watching this episode, I now now that we've been doing the podcast for over a year, I watch TV and I assess everything in in cult like language and ways. And so just like even watching this episode, there's so many like things I could talk about just like this episode alone. Same. I, I would and love we that. want that. So I would love to I listen just, or appear. <laughs> um, Isa, thank yeah. you again. Yeah. Uh, we'll thank have to have you, you back soon. And now it's time for love to see it, hate to see it. First, love to see it. I love to see Jason's adorably emotive family. Like we've said it, we'll say it again. Let men and boys cry. I love it. Love to see the show handling the hometown that involved a separation. Just like in a very chill way. It's just a reality of so many people's families and they need to get a little more chill about it. So... We do love, as we said before, the show's tribute to Eric's father who passed away. Um, I thought it was just like a beautiful way to honor him. I really love to see the credit sequence that did feature a little bit more Patrick Warburton talking to Rachel, basically just talking about how much their families love flying. And she's like, I'm starting to feel like Zach just brought me home so you could all get your pilot's licenses. And he's like, that's right. Yeah. Great deadpan. So Great humor. Great high five. (laughs) Also, honestly, love to see Jason's sisters just like extreme BFF energy with Gabby, which like made up partially just like a little bit for the utter lack of Gabby and Rachel time this episode. Beautiful. I love to see Tyler handling this really unexpected, (laughs) traumatizing breakup uh, like a respectful king. I thought he handled it really maturely. Um, and I, I love to see a man not turn mean when he's being dumped on this show. We really do love to see it. And we love to see Rachel sticking to her guns and staying true to herself. Um, we also love to see Gabby's ICU nurse skills and her emotional intelligence just really 
shining through in her ease and comfort and warmth towards Eric's whole family and his dad specifically. Speaking of Eric's family, love to see Eric's grandpa. More grandpas on this show. If they do end up together, I want to see them hanging out as a foursome with their grandpas. Wow. Claire. (laughs) I see an affinity. That is good. I see it. (laughs) And now it's time for Hate to See It. Hate to see Jason just being psychologically dismantled by this show (laughs) and the fact that that does seem to mean that they are likely setting Gabby up for rejection. I just don't see Jason being in a place to propose to her at a finale. Like, I just... Oh, and and no. you can see how that might be really hard for her and and her terror of rejection by someone that she wants to love her. It's just like the perfect terrible storm and we hate to see it. Also just like hate to see, which I don't entirely fault them for as individuals, but like this is on the show also just like Gabby ending up with two men who don't want, don't feel ready to get engaged. And like, she just simply doesn't know. And we know that it's going to be an issue for her. Yeah. I also hated to see, I just hated to watch that breakup with Tyler. It was so, (gasps) uh, so cringe. So just like emotionally exhausting. (laughs) to watch I hated to see that for us yeah exactly I think Tyler's gonna bounce back but I hated it for me and the discomfort I suffered for that 10 minutes exactly also hated to see Eric being forced to check in about his father's terminal cancer on camera gross yeah I don't think that we needed that and they deserved privacy to catch up on these things uh, also hate to see Tino's dad just honestly being kind of cruel to Rachel, despite the fact that his adult son, just like Rachel, went on this show by choice. And like the the contempt and like dismissiveness was unwarranted, unfair, like did not give her any route to being treated with kindness and warmth, which I just... I don't understand even coming on to show for hometowns if you're going to act this humans. way. Right. Yeah. If there's nothing she can say, then just then just be like, sorry, son, we can't appear on the show. We don't We can't support this. We can't do this. Yeah. Exactly. And we've seen families do that in the past. Um, also hate to see Tino's just complete disconnect from reality, trying to tell Rachel that his parents obviously adored her. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> Come on. Buddy. Touch grass. Uh, hated to see Avon's date being bumped. Rude. Poor Avon. Rude. Just rude. Rude to Avon. I mean, I understand why, but rude to Avon. Uh, I think that we could have cut um, at least maybe Tyler's date so that I didn't have to experience that. <laughs> and just been like, Tyler didn't go well. Sorry. We're skipping ahead. Uh, All right, it's time to rate this episode out of BFF energy out of 10 friendship bracelets. I mean, zero? Like, they didn't interact. Maybe we give it a two because there was BFF energy. I think we... Just not between Rachel and Abby. I think we've got to give that 
respect to the female BFF energy that That's we true. did see. You know what? And you know what? You know what? You're right. You can say that Kelsey and Gabby aren't actually BFFs, but neither Gabby and Rachel. They're just. We're friends. talking about energy. We're talking, We're about, talking energy. about energy here. And baby, they had it. I think they still text regardless of what happened. And that <laughs> gave me something that I needed. It filled my cup. So let's give it a exactly. two. Exactly. <laughs> And that's it for Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Thanks again to our guest, Issa Medina. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our theme music is by Tamar Habib and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like our show, please follow us wherever you get your podcasts, rate us five stars and leave a review. It really, really helps other people find our show. And of course, tell all your friends about our show. If Duh. you want to get in touch, you can email us at clarinemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Love to See It Pod and Instagram at clarinemmapod. And you can find our newsletter, Rich Text, on Substack at clarinemma.substack.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back next week for Men Tell All. And Avon. And Stitcher. This Black Music Month, State Farm wants to take a moment to appreciate all the ways Black music brings everyone together. From the Saturday morning soundtrack that gets the whole family cleaning the house. To the beats at the block parties that bring the whole community together. Celebrate the impact of black music this month and beyond with State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.